0: That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health, powering performance from within.
1: Tab has racing offers on tap this Magic Millions Day. At the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a Fixed Odds Win Bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Magic Millions Day with Tab. For racing on TAB, download the Tab app.
0: Excludes WA residents. First online Fixed Odds Win Bet only. Tees and Season website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858.
2: Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country-trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 3360.
3: Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options, Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota
1: forklift. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on tap, download the TAB app.
0: Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's
4: Help, 1-800-858-858.
5: Welcome back to the show, half past nine in uh, New South Wales, half past eight in Queensland or just a bit thereafter, big week of selling at the Magic Million Sales Complex and uh, I suppose Colbert continues this evening but culminates in a great program of racing today on a track that certainly has the edge off it after overnight rain and a bit more rain this morning. It's done the form, Uh, some great horses racing here today, Michael Maxworthy, a very very good morning to you yes
6: hello Richard yeah a bit disappointing I I did the form you know up until late last night for a a good three to a four and that's all been turned on its head hasn't it Um, and I mentioned a little earlier the concern with uh, Russian conquest because I know uh, she doesn't like rain affected tracks in particular heavy So I'm just hoping the track's going to be okay for her in the guineas because she's been specifically set for that race. So, yeah, just a a slight caution with with the rain and how the track is going to play, Richard. I think they'll revert back to the old when we get a a little bit of a damp track. They do like to get to the middle, uh, to the outside part.
5: Does it look straightforward, Michael, or are there some... I mean, lots of horses today, I suppose. All the owners want to run it today. Does it look straightforward or... An upset or two? What's your gut feel?
6: Oh, it's it's never easy, um, this meeting, because of the form lines from, you know, all points of the country, trying to match them up. And then we've got that new race, uh, the debut for the two-year-old, which I kind of like this concept. I've been enjoying watching uh, the barrier trials. uh, To get in, basically, you've got to win your trial. So some of these uh, trainers have used it like a race. So. Um, We've had a good look at the two-year-olds, and I do like one from um, Snowden's yard, Peter and Paul in Getty, um, in that debut today.
5: Let's go to race one. Uh, We start with the Magic Millions Country Cup. Certain uh, conditions and criteria to run here. 1,200 metres the journey. Number five. As a kill, Cody Morgan, $2.70 favourite. Jamie carter ride number 14, Situation Room, $4.80. Ten, King Gutho. Good morning, Joe, at $8.50. And then Hodgson, uh, Hodgson, $12, as is You'll Be Missed. How do you the first? Well, Joe, he'd, he'd be doing handstands this morning because I
6: didn't think King Gutho had much of a chance on a firm. But given the ground, he can turn into a monster King Gutho. I remember him as a two-year-old. Um, running well at the Gold Coast. So he's a watch. McDonald takes them out on him. He has drawn the car park though. But look, I'm with this favourite Ezekiel for Cody Morgan and Jamie Carr. And I was basically going on, um, you know, a firm track because this horse won and and ran a record at Armadale last start on a, uh, a good three. So um, soft track form is okay without winning. So we'll stick with him, though. Number five, Ezekiel. He's only likely race. 14 starts, four wins, and a few placings as well. He did dominate that race. at uh, Armadale, he hacked up, turning into the straight, and put five lengths on them. Number 14 goes into the mixed situation room. A lightly race four-year-old trained by Tony Gollan. Craig Williams booked. He's only got 53 on his back, so I think he's a big chance. Stella Power, a good winner last start,
5: albeit it was at Warwick, it was an open handicap. And Hodson Hodgson, three two. Race two we go to now, and this is the Magic Millions, the debut two-year-old tier 900 metres. They've never tried so hard in barrier trials, these horses. Number one, Getty, $2.90 favourite. Uh, number five Rush Hour is right there at six dollars fifty. Number seven Tricketeer seven fifty. Storm the Ramparts. We spoke to Martin Unum. I think it was last Saturday morning. and Likes this horse is at nine dollars fifty. Uh, marching ten dollars. And we had a chat with Danny Begore over the sales. This Aristella opened up at I think around twenty one dollars, and she uh, some of the owners maybe dived in. It. Don't know, but she's now a ten dollar chance. But Getty good draw. T Berry Snowden's a two dollar ninety favourite.
6: Yes, it's going to hold a lot of the market, that combination. And uh, this fellow by Capitalist bounced the gates quickly in his trial. I'm trying to get a bit of an edge here with these trials, and I'm looking at that Rose Hill 29th of December session over 900 metres. Quite a few uh, horses lining up in this race were engaged that day, including Steel City, who set the standard, and she's running in the first at Rose Hill. Didn't get a start here. But Getty was good, um, Karen McAvoy rode him, he jumped away well, he sat second to half a length off the leader. He stoked him up at the 250 and he really responded, he put them away, then he sat up on him the last 50. I thought he was impressive, so I'm going with him, Getty. Equally, I don't think there's much in it, this rush hour of Nathan Doyle's had two public barrier trials and he's won them well on both occasions, just sitting off the pace, so he's not just a, you know, um, a fast two-year-old. And he's got a good barrier, gate number two. I don't think there's much in it, but I'm giving Getty the edge over rush hour. That's one from five, and chances to ten desperately, and also six, storm
5: the ramparts. We're going to race three at the Gold Coast today, and this is the Sub-Zero, named after a wonderful race source, the Frizzell Sunshine Millions Sub-Zero. Open handicap over the 2,200 metres, Skylab. Big weight. Awkward draw. He's flying, though. He's a $5 chair. $5 equal favourite. Number four, Big Boy Roy. He's also there at $5. 11, Zoom on five fifty. dollars Then we get out to Street Dancer at $10. Too much caviar going well at $11. Deficit. Why not? $11. Then Perry Sound and Grand Slam at bigger odds. Could you sort out the sub-zero here, Michael?
6: Oh, it's a tough race, Um, these horses have been going around um, a lot, uh, plenty of established form, you mentioned Skylab, I thought he was really good in the summer cup at Rambwick over the 2000, quite a few horses out of that race are lining up here Um, and he did best of the rest, he did get a nice trail Through gate number three, got a nice soft run in behind, a little bit tight for room. Didn't have a lot of room in the straight. I thought the run was good. But as you mentioned, uh, the wide gate and the 60 is going to be a bit of an anchor for him. I'm looking at another form line, and it's the wave form line from last Saturday. And putting number 14 in on top, and that is deficit for Gerald Ryan and Sterling Alexio. He was, he was tough at the end of the 1800. It looks like 1800 metres is a bit of a specialist trip for him, but it's a quick back up. He'll never be fitted to run 2200 metres. And he dropped six and a half kilos on that, that good win last week. So down to 52. I think the tempo is going to be nice and solid for a 2200 metre race. And he'll be able to get into a nice rhythm in the first half dozen or so. So I'm going to play it each way deficit. <laughs> Uh, Grand Slam led them up in that summer cup, but he just went far too fast. Um, um, no surprise to see him sort of capitulate over the final part. It was a, a gap between runs, though, for Grand Slam. I think it was about four or five weeks, so fitter for that. Then number 10, Too Much Caviar, who's on the hat-trick, and number one, Skylab, 14-2-10-1.
5: We move on to the fourth race of the day. Magi means the syndicate. Wait for age, 1,200 metres. The Mounting Yard will be busy here. Stack of owners and Scolopini. He's just going great guns. He's resuming off a bit of a break here. He's a $2.30 fixed favourite. Number one, 11.11. $4.60. 13 Hidden Wealth. Again, we sat Tony Gollan down during the week and he just thinks this horse is so exciting and he's a $7 chance. Rangers, $11. Contemptuous tab number four eleven $11 out to Rupert and the remainder. Great concept here, the Syndicate Racing for Big Money. Race 4, Michael. Well,
6: I haven't got um, Tony's Hidden Wealth in the numbers. Um, he's got a lot of abilities, one, three or four, but mostly against his own age. This is a a quantum leap, uh, some, some some tough short course sprinters lining up against him here, and this is all his first racing preparation, so I'm just going to watch him today, Hidden Wealth, and look at the more seasoned horses, and O'Day Hoisted have got my top two choices here, Scalopini over Contemptuous, Proven Thoroughbreds, he's just a marvel pini he's an eight-year-old, last preparation was a beauty. Last time that he was first up like he is today, he ran second in the victory stakes uh, during the carnival behind Count Rupi. Um He doesn't mind it. He's won here. A um, bit of in the ground is perfect for him. So there's just so much to like about him and he's so versatile. He can go forward, he can sit back. I think he'll go forward and try and offset a little bit of an awkward gape. I think he is one of the better bets on McCart- Scalopini. Contemptuous number four, he's stable mate, bit of an awkward barrier. And I like the fact that he's been kept on the fresh side. That's when he's at his best. Rangers has drawn poorly. I might have had him on top had he drawn in close, but he's probably going to be obliged to race fairly wide, which I guess might not be a big disadvantage today on this softish track. And then 11-11 usually grows a leg on this day every year, but. I'm just not convinced how he's going at the moment. He really hasn't done a lot since running a terrific third in the Kingston Smith Cup back in late May. So I'm not sure what we're going to get from him today. He's definitely in the mix though. Two four three one.
5: Race five at the Gold Coast today will be the uh, the Tab Magic Millions fillies and mares. Uh, race has been good. to so star thoroughbreds. I think well, Invincibella won two, three of these races. Won three Magic Millions races. Kiku is what I'm getting at. Star thoroughbreds mare Kiku second up, three dollar ninety favourite. Uh, Brooks Spire again for the Wallace Stable, $5. Barossa Rose is in good form, $7. Mimi Lagarde for the locals here at 8.50. Evangelic, an $11 chance. Um, I don't know that is a bit forgotten about here at $11. But again, Michael, a really quality group of girls here for Race 5. Yes, uh, Kiku ran third to Snap Dancer in this race last year, and Snap
6: Dancer certainly went on with the job. And fourth was Brooks Fire. Both of these these mares are back, and I think Shamia was in it. She was around about midfield. Kiku, um, she was great first up in the Nudgee. Um, I think she would have trimmed up a lot from that. And her second up stats are pretty good. She's usually around the money. And I'm just hoping she can posse a little bit closer. Last year, I think she drew a little bit awkwardly and she gave them too much start. But from barrier two, maybe still a little bit on the fresh side. I'm hoping she can settle first half and that'll give her a a chance. She's got a booming finish as we know. Um, When she was first up last preparation, she was extraordinary in that co mark. So if she reproduces that, she just about wins today. Uh, Mimi Lagarde definitely a little bit of ease in the track I don't think will go against her chances since she loves to be kept fresh. Uh, putting in number eight, Brooks Fire. Recent trial good. She's ready to peak today with McDonald in the saddle. And Barossa Ross is just in great form. The two wins have been good. And she can't be underestimated here. Kiku on top, though
5: from 5, 8 and 6. We go on to race 6 at the Gold Coast this afternoon. The It's Live in Queensland, Magic Millions snippets. Set weights on penalties, 1,200 metres. King of Sparta, $1.95. Fixed favourite, clear favourite. Shooting for gold, number 3, 650. Mounts High, 750. Space Boys, a $10 chance. Axe 11, Hard Empire, 16. Gee, it's all King of Sparta here, Maxie. Yeah, he
6: comes in a little bit with a few scratchings and I find it impossible to go past King of Sparta. The tempo will be good with Spaceboy space boy there taking it up axe. I think Mount type. he actually goes into the gates. Um he, he's a horse that's got plenty of speed went on the fresh side. So King of Sparta should be able to just, you know, sit back and curl the mow and come with a big run like he did last year in the uh, beginnings when he stormed home to get up and score, beating Mimi Lagarde. His first up run in the Falvallon was was fabulous. Uh, The stable had said a number of times that he could win that day, but they said he's going to be even better on the 14th of January today. So it was great, great turn of acceleration there to put away a good field of sprinters, including Garibaldi at Durban. So I expect him to win, putting in number 12, Spaceboy to hold on, um, again, originally I thought if this track was on the, the firmish side uh, He doesn't mind a bit of giving the ground But I just thought he might keep rolling um, And there's a chance he could do that So I think he goes into the trifecta selections Space Boy, shooting for gold uh, I think he's got to be ridden quietly To see out a strong 1,200 at this level So I think that'll be the key to his chances today And Valmaster down the bottom, number 15 One king of Sparta, 12, 3, 15
5: Race 7 this afternoon, the star Maggie Magic Millions, two-year-old classic, $2 million up for grabs. Equal favourites now. When we came on air this morning, Skirt the Law was a $4.60 favourite. She's just out to $5.00 equal favourite now with Empire of Japan. Mun saying all the money came late yesterday in the move for her, she was $7.00 all yesterday. Anyway, she's right there as equal favourite now. Platinum Jubilee. Uh, Gay telling us yesterday the best of her three she believes at six dollars sovereign fund six fifty. Then we get going to to Empress of Wonder, uh, Summer Loving. I'm a big fan. She was twenty one dollars at a point yesterday, fifteen now. Infatuation eighteen Royal Entrance, Open Market. Who wins the two year old, Michael?
6: Well, uh, I wish it was um, as easy as last year when I think we're all all over cool and gadda She ran at about a dollar ninety five. Yeah, um, and she duly saluted but this year there's not much between these two-year-olds uh but i'm looking at team Snowden. they've just got an extraordinary record with young horses and they've um, been able to qualify these horses fairly early there's been no push and i'm i'm happy to go with sovereign fund here for jamie carr despite a whitish gate there's plenty of speed he's got a bit of speed but he might be able to just slot in just behind the leader sovereign Fund. Good at Wyong and then a stroll in the park last start at doomba and he would have come off the track bucking and squealing. He only zipped home the last 600 last start, so he's going to go into today's race right at the top of his game, I feel, Sovereign Fun. Empire of Japan, he um, he was great in the breeders back in early October on a, on a rain-affected track, um, and the Phillies division... Uh, the gym crack was won impressively that day by platinum jubilee as well so a little bit of give in the ground it's not going to go against those two but i'm just with um sovereign fund here to beat empire of japan who's probably going to be ridden around about midfield and have last crack at them royal entrance is an interesting runner here i think he's still on the up now you look at his form and say well maybe not but i think he's thriving here in since he's been up here in queensland And then I'm putting in Empress of Wonder. She turned in one of the better performances of any of these two-year-olds, and it was in defeat in the Callaway Gal. It was an extraordinary run, but we haven't seen her for five weeks. She's obviously delicate, but if she's feeling good today, she can win. Two, though, Sovereign Fund to beat number four, Empire of Japan, five, Royal Entrance, and number 16, Empress of Wonder.
5: Race 8 is the Gold Coast Magic Millions. Three year old Guineas here. 14 Russian Conquest. She's a $3.90 fixed favorite with the tab. Four Yellow Brick. Big day for the Sears. Maybe at four forty. dollars 40 And a spiritualized seven fifty. Hell I Am is there at $9. Tijuana. Thought Trial OK K the other day at $12. And Latakia at $12 for the Guineas Maxi. Yeah,
6: Tijuana's got uh, great form lines this uh, but he's first up from a spill he hasn't raced since october taking the winkers off and blinkers are going on him uh, today in this, this rich race look for him to be running on strongly but i'm going to stick with russian conquest she was good running second to cool and here at the coast 12 months ago and since then her form's been a little bit patchy but she she doesn't like heavy tracks she's been on four heavies so if you take those out of her form it, it's great form for this race today and uh, snowdens have won this race for the last two years and they're following the same path aim king of sparta for the last two years was second up into this race and they won and this filly is second up having come through uh, a really good performance in the gosford guineas where she went back she came wide around gosford and kept on strongly to the line so just hope that the track is okay for her rushing conquest and i think she'll win Yellow Brick, well, how do you knock him? We well, simply can't. Um, he was terrific first up in the King of the Mountain against the older horses. I think they ran a track record there. That was first up. So just hope that he came through that okay uh, because he is very talented. Number 12, Stroll. She copped a bit of a bump. She's only a light, lightly framed filly. She may not have liked that last start, but she's had a few runs back now. I think she's set to peak today, stroll. And then Tijuana, number one.
5: 14, four, 12 and one in the guineas. Race nine is the Magi Millions Cup. Uh, 14, 25 metres. Number five, Oscar Zulu. He's a $3.60 favourite. Emerald Kingdom, number two, 50 Number three, Holyfield, $8. 16, Petronius going well at $9. Amish Boy, 10 And Superium, $11. Love Tap at $12. Your thoughts for race nine, Michael?
6: Yeah, well, I was originally really keen on Oscar Zulu, but he's really starting to take a trim in the market now down to $3.60. And I think that's the reason that, you know, the map's got him sitting in behind what should be a solid tempo. McDonald in the saddle, he's third up. And I think the distance is spot on for Oscar Zulu, 14.25. He should get every possible, just a quick glance at his soft form, is at 11 starts on soft, but two wins three places. He actually won a couple on the heavy. So there's a fair bit to like about him today. This looks ideal for Oscar Zulu. 16, Petronius gets the start, Jaden Lloyd to ride. And Barry Lockwood said that when this horse came to him, they suggested, previous connections, that he didn't travel that well, you know, get on the float and travel long distances. Barry's given him three starts, all in Brisbane where he trains, and he's been dominant, he's been super. I just hope the trip to the coast doesn't sort of put him off his game at all, because he's going great guns, and he'll sit up there on speed with Emerald Kingdom. Five to beat 16, other hopes, three definitely Hollyfield. He was beaten by 11-11 narrowly last year, but he had the gun run on the rails and got through. This time he's drawn wide with 59 on his back, but still he's very competitive horse, Holly Field. And then Emerald Kingdom, it depends. If they let him roll in front and forget about him, he'll win. If they take him on, he can be very vulnerable. 5, 16, 3 and 2 in race 9.
5: Race 10, finish off with an open handicap, 1,300 metres, and we have number 3, Alpine Edge. Favourite here, $2.15 fixed favourite, F Troop. $4.60 $4.60 sixty-second late, indiscreetly $7.00 to double figures for Wisdom of Water and Dr. Why Not. Uh, Alpine Edge, is he back in the zone here for the last, Michael? What price was he, Richard?
6: $2.15. $2.15? Goodness gracious me. Um, he has taken a hammering in the market again. Martin Harley was due to ride this fellow, but he, he had that fall on Wednesday at Doombin, and then McDonald was picked up and they've just kept hammering him. I know it all looks good, um, the map, the fact that he's third up, his trained locally, but he hasn't won for a long time. Um, but I do think he's hardest to beat, but I'm going with Begore's runner indiscreetly number six. She's only had nine starts, four wins. Two of them have been here at home. She stretched out to 1,700 metres last preparation here under a big wave, showing her versatility by sitting off. She usually leads her outside leader, uh, but that day she got back and charged to the line. I think there's, there's a lot to like about her indiscreetly. I, I loved a recent barrier trial um, and she beat, I think Snow Zone was in that. It was a decent heat. And I think she's been specifically set for this race so i'm going to go with her at a better price that's uh, number six indiscreetly to beat three alpine edge 14 dr why not's a good roughie here finally gets a little bit of weight relief he's been carrying fifty nine, fifty seven, 57 and he hasn't been good enough but down to 52 and a half, he's a major player i think in terms of trifectas and first fours today and then wisdom of water this is his favorite track i think he did win this race 12 months ago 6-3, 14-2 in the last.
5: What are you keenest on, Michael?
6: Well, I'm going to make 2-1 um, Getty in the debut, 9-5 Oscar Zulu, and I am keen on that uh, indiscreetly in the last
5: 10-6. Enjoy the day. Some great horses walking around in front of you this afternoon, and uh, we'll do it again next Saturday. Thank you, Michael. OK, thank you, Richard. Bye-bye. Good man, Michael Maxworthy. His thoughts and tips and selections there for the Gold Coast. Not raining at the moment. Very overcast, a little on the ominous side. But uh, hopefully that, that that rain eases off and moves away. Soft six at the moment. That was before a pretty fair a pretty fair downpour about an hour ago. They are racing at Kembla Grange, just south of Sydney today, down uh, down uh, down Mount Oosley, and um, yeah, big good seven race program to get through. So uh, if you're going to, to Kembla Grange today, enjoy the day. It's always a, a venue where they get uh, plenty of bucks parties and, and hens parties and those kinds of things. I'm sure the, uh, the rooms will be open as well. Behind the gates, not too far away, drop us a, uh, drop us a text if you like. Um, humble apologies to uh, one of our listeners who I upset this morning. For Christ's sake, bring back Bensley to do the scratchings. Uh, whoever that texter is, no, I, I have no problems with that. I'll, uh, I'll ring Ben's and see if he wants to come on and do them specifically. Wayne Harris, good morning, my man. How are you? Good morning, Lord
7: Richard. And to all your fans, all your listeners, um, nice day here in the gong. We just had a little sun shower, just freshened up a bit. But, yeah, we've got uh, seven races here today, I suppose, the focus is at the Gold Coast, but we've still got to
5: back a few winners here. Let's get stuck in, shall we, Wayne? First, uh, the first of seven races, a maiden at the thousand metres. Number one, Nasdaq Dubai resumes here and is a Number two, Scream first up, three seventy. Surreal Lily. Regime is 550, and then Storms in 950. What do we think in the first, Wayne? What do we think? I've gone against the favourite. He's in and out of the the red, into the black all the time, but he's
7: going to be pretty hard to beat. Nasdaq, do by Brighton with the uh, Michael Friedman or Scream. He's been gelded since last prep. He's a little star at the track for morning in barrier trials. So I hope he, that's just not his uh, his caper. Then he went around once, run last that round. He's beaten 34 lengths. Uh, you wonder why I'd be tipping him, but I know he uh, jumped awkwardly. He was on the wrong leg all the way. Hung like early, and then, um yeah, I think Sir Tommy Sherry raid him on that occasion, and he, he eased him down in the straight. Now, since then he's come back, he's had two very, very good trials. I think he's a city- class horse, his spoke or probably number one is as well, but I'm just going against the uh, shorty there it was scream. Yaymo just fixed him up. And that's Jack very, very speedy customer. did lead him up in the long road plate listed back in February, and he has been put away since then, looked very good and winning a trial recently that raised him on very, very quick horse. A bit of speed in this race. I think what just ever gets a nice run and has a last shot, And to be truthful. Okay. Of the others, the real Lily, he's returning from his spell trial. Very, very well coming into this as well. And I like the trial of uh, number five, Beatlemania, when Mark Minovini brings horses down here. He doesn't bring them down for a picnic. and It's only had the one trial. And uh, I thought she found the line very well coming from the tail there. You know, and she had something in hand. So don't be surprised she has not a big race. Two, one, seven, five.
5: Race two is the Ellawarra Turf Club benchmark sixty-four, mile and a half the journey here. When number three Macassa for John Thompson, Keegan Latham, three dollar ten favourite. Number seven, Chapelli is at four eighty. Lady Redwood is a six dollar chance. Private detective going for back-to-back wins at $7.50 at Diamond Class and righteous feeling for the stayers, Wayne. Some of these won't run the trip and some of them probably need longer Is Two <laughs> sort of one base horses in the
7: race. I this way, seven, three, six and four. He doesn't get into a quick gallop, Chipelly, but he keeps up the gallop and he tries hard. I like his run at Wyong the other day. He uh he was well in the market. Uh, at the turn he was going to struggle to run a place. Karen McAvoy took a shortcut um up the inside and he's going as well on the line as anything. So uh yeah, you know, I'm a fan of David Payne, thinks his horse of the races in tip top order. So I got him on top of number three, Macasa. Yeah, uh, settled sort of a long way from home the other day at Canterbury, but fishy dug beat. And her runs before that were quite good. So, um, uh, she had one run at this type of trip. And, uh, that was a winning run, winning a maiden down in Geelong. to handles dry, good tracks, wet tracks, whatever you throw at her. A dry one here today. Uh, on oh, this number six, Lady Redwood. I think she was thrown in the deep end last start. Run, I think she beat one home in that January Cup. She's on Mission Phoenix. Runs before that were all right. She'll definitely run the trip. And the other one I'm throwing in is Will to Excel. I know private detectives, is uh, beat uh, this, uh, this uh, horse the other day, but this, it comes from the tail. It's sort of, don't getting warmed up. And when you look at its form, it'd gone around in the Jericho Cup, which is what, 4,600. We fought out a 3,770 uh, metre race at Mooney Valley, running third there. So, another one to run the trip. And it gets two kilos off private detective. That's why I've left him out. seven, three, six, four.
5: Race four is the happy 50th Jeremy Cooper. Good on you, Jeremy. Have hope that look after today. A, uh, a midway maiden set weights here, Wayne. Uh, 1,300 metres. IQ, $2.40 favourite. Number two, I, uh, Island Legend at 3.20. Noble Legend, number four, at 6.50. And number seven, Show No Compassion, a $9 chance. But IQ, a $2.40 favourite to break through in race four.
7: I think that... Um I could take 50 again, I can tell you that. Yeah, my number's in this race. I just pulled up the wrong page here, uh, IQ. Right, race four. I've gone four, two, six, and seven. thought number four, Noble Legend. Yeah, a fairly good form to come to this. and getting good value there, too. Linkers go back on again. Chase that very, very smart. We have uh, passagiata at uh, Gosford. And actually, uh, well, past most of the field, run third there, but I um, thought that was a good enough run. You know what she'd be doing to this field if she was in it, to win by the length of straight. I thought number two, Island Legend uh, was a danger here. The one run back in that little break and uh, did run third at Gosford and the Maiden there. So it's, it's always around the money. We placed it only uh, two of seven, so I want to start to do something soon. I accuse the creed of the race, I think. And you know, John Thompson's horses get furious. as they get into a crap. Very good fourth at Canterbury last start. They had a pretty tough run. It was three deep the trip and just got tired late. A little strict for here today. go. And the other night run is number seven, Show No Compassion. It was a much better run, I thought, last start at now, It was doing its best work late.
5: Four, two, six, seven. You know what we might do, Wayne? Go back to race. Might, might go back to race Did we miss the race. <laughs> we the stump, brother. We might go back to race three. <laughs> cool. there, there you go. You ready. know, it doesn't matter how you get there, Wayne, as long as we get there. Let's exactly. go back to race. I thought you covered off race four beautifully just quietly. Would because you I would you, uh, hey. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot. Let's oh. go back to race three. Okay, mate, I've gone three. A, 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 a maiden, 1,500 metres. Equal favours, Don Quixote, number three and 11 nullify for race three.
7: Yes, and I think they will fight it out. I've gone three, 11, five and eight. I'm with Don Quixote. He's only been to the races twice and he's been placed in both those runs. Good second at Kemble last prep. Charles Rotated coming into his first up run on the Beaumont, which I don't think sued him. He got back, but, gee, he went on well from the tail there. So I think he's, he's a game type of horse. And uh, you've got the claim there for Jamie Powell, the two kilos. I think he comes in all right. Definitely the danger. I could never put him on top again, number 11, nullify. And saying that, he's been placed 10 of his 18. 18 start maiden. But i tell you what, just seems to find one to beat him all the time. So the, the blinkers come off, put blinkers on him again, trying a lot of things with him. You got easy win the race, whether today a day. Well, we'll soon see, see, won't we? Now, uh, Chris Waller's got three in the race. I think number five, good vintage. It was a very good run on Deboe recently. went on well. It uh, was late, come from a long way back. May even be looking for, further. But it caught my eye, and I thought it might be the best of the Waller crew. And uh, I've thrown one of his other ones in, Risinger. It's uh, had a couple of um, trials leading to its first up run here today. It hasn't run since September, but um, it's been in the market a couple of times. It has gone around. three
5: eleven five, 8 Okay, we uh, will move on to race five. Given that you, you covered off on race four before, before race back? three, <laughs> I think. Well, would you want to give race four numbers again, just in case? Oh, okay, yeah. You better
8: it's not have the straight
7: like me. Don't have to. Race four was four,
5: two, six, seven. Let's go to race five. The Lindsay Everett thirtieth. Happy birthday, Lindsay. Provincial Class One. 1,300 metres. Number four, Slickman here for the prices. $2 favourite. Number two, Marine at four 8 Global Encounter is at $4.80. And then you have Gorshin as a $7.50 chance. But uh, Slickman, been all around the money lately, uh, Wayne, and a $2 favourite here to score in race five. Everyone in the world, plus myself, thought this was going to be a very, very good
7: horse if you fold his uh, early runs. In his career. Uh, he's got no tactical speed or whatever. He just gets back and he, he knows uh, when he's going up the running. He just hasn't won for a little while. So you take him feel the short odds there, but I've got to put him on top. I've gone 4, two, four two, 8 and 5. I thought number two, Chris Lees, when he brings him down, pretty, pretty well placed here and this is a winnable race for Moran. Uh, look, she looks a little bit awkward in first, uh, a couple of runs she's had coming up from Melbourne. She's been trapped wide, but she's held the ground at the finish races, so could easily in the race. She's getting used to going this way of going. Issues with the Freedman camp down in Melbourne originally. Okay, the others. so I've got number eight in as my third choice, Global Encounter. Uh, Tim War had uh, two in the race. That's the other one ran it yesterday and just stuck with his Global Encounter coming down to us. It. It's, um, it's, it's, um, it's got pretty good, well, it's one first up before. It's only fairly like a race to be six starts for a win and a few placings. So I uh, just don't know the horse that well to put him any higher. i uh, twist up between Elves and Gorshin. Elves, if he could find his, his best form, Back here in his home track, he can run into the places, so I'll throw him in, 4285.
5: That takes us to race six at Kembla Grange, the afternoon We'll have a benchmark 64. Uh, the Valet Norm Thomason, benchmark 64 at the 1,400 metres. Number four, Rasmond for Maddie Smith is a $3.50 favourite. Five, Sea Line for Tulloch Lodge at $5. Butterboom Baby at $5. True Valentine at an $8 chance. Number three, Mr Magic, all up the coast for Jamie Stewart. is a $9 chance. So is he super lucky for Amanda. But Rasmond, $3.50 favourite here in race six
7: could easily win, Rasmus. Back in Gray here today and the 3 that claim uh, could be a big bonus. Uh, but I, went, I switched him the other way. I went with 5 Sirline, line, 4 spot runner. It uh, was a good second in the Beaumont, presumably from Spell recently. And um, he's been here to Temple before. I think he might have been a bit tired. He went for a Spell after that. But you know he's going to be a fit horse. He's got this awful outside barrier, but, uh, you know, the waterhouse horse got water horses go forward, so he'll attempt to go across, and I think he gets the lead here. Uh, so I've got five, C-line to beat Brasman, number four. Exactly how you've had the market there, I think. Uh, Butterboom Baby broke through for its maiden win. She did that in pretty good fashion. I thought she was going away on the line at uh, Newcastle first up, and Peter Mason, he's got some great rides here today. And the other one, throwing in true Valentine, is never, ever far away from money, this may. And uh, I had to throw it in numbers number 5,
5: 4, 13, 11. Seventh and last at Kembler is a benchmark 68 over the mile. Number three, Zuson Boy is your $3.90 favourite. One, lacker on the cup down the coast the other day at 5.50. River Mac, number two for Paul Murray at 7.50. Five, Shucker Rock, 7.50. Dom Tycoon, 7.50. Real peace. Gee, this might real piece of $9.50 chance here in race number seven. The last example,
7: Wayne. I'm a little bit of a fan of Zeus on Boy. Like, Penny hasn't quite dropped with him yet, but he's been racing very, very consistently. He'll go forward. He's led on it. I think he led the other day at uh, Gross when he was run down. And I think he led all the, may have led all the way at um, Hawksford. <laughs> I can't remember now. But he, I think he's a horse that uh, Brad Winnock's sort of going to see a, a better horse, I think, next prep. Uh, he's getting up over the 16 today. Uh, his last well, one over the 15, second at Gosford over the 16. You know how you run the trip. And if you get some easy lead, um, you put a tongue-tie in today, That might have been a reason why he was beaten the other day. He was very, very short. So i got him on top. I thought number two, River Map went around that Maria Cup. I think there's three or four in this race that went around behind Crackalacca. Took a little bit of ground off Krackalaka, um late in the race there. And there's uh, a win here in his home track. So I've got River Mac there as my second choice. Third went to number eight, which was a uh, real piece. I agree with you. He's, I think he's over the odds this black, although he does mix his form. Uh, you never know when uh, when the good real piece is gonna turn up, but this is a winnable race for him. And the other one I threw in was I was to throw Parakalaca in. We've been working up to a win and that was a good win in Maria Cup, so I take my three kilos of, off again with Molly Burke. Last it got him a good thing, Zeus on Boy Rich, three two, eight and one.
5: So best uh best to last by the sounds Wayne? That's it, mate. I was nearly gonna make scream
7: good thing in
5: the first, but I'm very, very frightened of this top weight now, NASDAQ Dubai. There's, uh, he's a very speedy horse, and I think whatever gets a good one. But I'll just make the last one, I think, mate. Enjoy the day. Beautiful. Kembler Wayne, thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Good work. Uh, Wayne Harris, he'll uh, he'll do his best to try and get himself a prawn sandwich down there, or a prawn roll. They're very good. And uh, all the action from Kembla Grange today. Now, just a couple of text line hit messages here. In fact, text line's open. If you have any questions or thoughts on today's Rose Hill Gardens program with Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson, Hurls, and to myself a lesser extent, text lines open. Uh, behind the Gates is about to kick in. A bit of a roundtable discussion, a chat, argument. Could get the whole everything this morning with Brad back. 0419 767 272. The text line is open 0419 767 272. Hi guys, why does the tab app indicate track is a good four? Thought you mentioned it's a soft six, Andrew. That's a good question. That's on the tab app. Anyone who's listening from the tab, I'd like to update that to a soft six. That would be lovely. Evo, uh, Evo Kator, Evo Kator from the word evoke, sire, divine prophet. Mark, thank you, Mark. Evo Kator. Um. What else do we have here on the text line? Tell Munzee to use the tab app. Unreal using your pen and paper in this day and age. Paul from U Minor, Thank you, Paul. I'll pass that on. Uh, just uh, morning, guys. Just wondering why the behind-the-gates multi is only on the Sydney races when there are much better races in other states. Well, uh, that's Ray from Narrawali. I love where you live, Ray Narrawali. North Narrawali is one of the great beaches. Great little surf beach down there on the south coast near Mollywood. But, Ray, the reason is we, we really do focus on Sydney racing. We really do cover off on, on Sydney racing. So, yeah, there might be better races uh, on certain days in different states, but um, Darren Flindell is our Sydney race caller, so he's really focused on Sydney uh, as are the other guys. So that's, uh, that's probably the reason there. I don't doubt that there are, um, are good races all around the place as well. Uh, so that's the reason uh richard breathe and slow down one of the rider changes sorry about little apologize about those scratchings a little earlier every few months i have a race but we just uh had to make up the time if you're wondering if you have access to a pc or a computer i recommend you jump onto racing australia just type in racing australia and click through to the website there's an icon up the top that says scratchings And you can go all around the country and have a look at the scratchings for yourself. I'll do the service. I'm happy to do the service. And uh, it's always been done on this show, but there's certainly a way you can do that. Uh, Trading places will be returning soon. Tim from Tokyo. Good on you, Tim. I've had anyone listening from Tokyo before, but it's great to have you listening, Uh, Tim. I don't know that we have Trading Places today. I know Tim Owens and Tim Ryan, the boys, are having a little bit of a spell through January. But we will be back for the carnival. Trading Places will definitely be back, I dare say, uh, at least for Expressway Stakes Day in a couple of weeks. Short break here on Racing HQ
9: Saturday. On the other side, it's behind the gates. In a moment, the traffic. A wise woman once said, I can resist everything. Except temptation. When you're tempted to try a bottle of Windy Peak wine, don't resist. This is a wine for all occasions by De Bortoli.
3: (coughs) Here's the traffic. Want to save big on camping gear? Anaconda stocktake sale ends tomorrow with up to fifty percent off all tents by Spinifex, Oztrail, and June Four Wheel Drive. Play more and pay less with Anaconda. North Sydney a breakdown on the Warringah Freeway just past Falcon Street, right lane southbound's closed. Works in Dremoyne over the Iron Cove Bridge, City bound are closing one lane. There's a tidal flow in place between the Gladesville Bridge and the Iron Cove Bridge. The Nick Scully January sale is on now. Shop their biggest sale of the year with say Savings up to half price on a huge range of furniture. Visit your local Nick Scarly showroom or shop online. Hurry, sale on now. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio.
1: There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns, Downtowns, the beautiful
10: game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this, this. Rest. And
1: this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858.
11: The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale, January 10 to 16. It's the sale with a smart buyer shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival Stars Koolangatta, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomeroy, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret and Hong Kong Champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. Hey trainers, is your horse a fussy eater, can't keep weight on, has loose manure, anxious behaviour or is prone to tying
3: up?
4: Racing and intense exercise is stressful to the gut, which can affect performance. Poseidon Animal Health has the answers with their new racing specific supplement, Digestive RP. Targeting the entire digestive system, Digestive RP will power performance from within. Visit PoseidonThoroughbred.com to learn how to best fuel your horse's engine. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com.
11: Stand by for a stop. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio.
5: 272 272 few texts coming through that's for sure and certain let's welcome in the guys who I'm sure have thoughts and opinions that can answer our listeners questions and concerns and and comments might go to the man in the studio for a start Brad Davidson, David, welcome back
12: what's happening? Good morning Richard, good morning everyone, Hells uh? Darren, when you get here, all the boys. Uh, yeah, good to be back. Good to be back after a couple of weeks. But what's happened, boys? I go away for a couple of weeks, and the wheels have fallen off with the multi. What has happened? What, one, we've missed one no. leg, have we? It's yes. been. Yeah,
5: uh, it's been just one. One leg has let us down. I reckon the last four... Oh, I don't know, Darren, good morning to you. Yes. It feels like the last six weeks or something.
2: Yeah, I have to throw my hand up there. I've been the guilty party the last two Saturdays. We've been in a photo for fourth on both occasions. Oh, that's brutal. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, Luke, Luke, uh... Ma- Luke
5: Marlowe before that, who he gave a go. Luke... Luke... No, I'm not going to put Luke in it, but... Uh... We gave him the honour of coming on our uh, behind the gates. He just didn't quite work out for him that day, but I think it might have been New Year's Day.
2: Yeah, uh, Doctor anyway. Evil there last week. He's come from right out the back, thundering home, but just missed fourth and. Uh I'm the on the last leg again today. I'm going in race nine, and I'm profiling a horse that'll probably be coming from the second half of the field. So once again, the pressure's all going to rest on me again today.
5: <laughs> I love that you're happy to take on uh, the pressure situation, Darren. It's great, because we don't. Oh, Hurls Her- has been good enough to join us. I believe he's still in a bit of annual leave, but he, he loves this segment. He can't not be involved. Hello, Hells. Yeah, <laughs> morning, all. I'm actually sitting here in an empty room. Uh, My better
13: half is moving. My better half is moving today. Uh, Not much fun the last 48
12: hours. How's he still on annual leave? I dead set reckon he started annual leave in October. (laughs) (laughs) I've still got about 16 days,
2: I'm not Far out. You are lying. I'm sure Munz looking into this. He's the annual (laughs) leave police.
5: But you see, you see, with with Hurls, what he said, what he said here to his lovely other half is, oh, I won't be able to help for about forty five minutes. You'll be okay, won't you? I will just yeah, have a little yeah. round radio, so I can't do anything. I'm just going to be. I'll just I'll just direct.
12: Moving okay, moving
5: yeah. we're houses. a very good
12: supervisor. Moving houses, just always get a removalist. I made that mistake when we moved a year oh, and a half ago. here, but it's just been the cleaning and all that Oh, stuff. and it's I broke a bad. table. I broke a table off the, off the thing. I haven't heard the end of it for the last uh, two years. <laughs> it's still sitting there, and every time it comes out of the thing, I hope that's, yep. that was me a couple of years ago. But anyway, I think it's best to get removalists. Well,
13: I'm going to be in strife uh, when I do get off there because at the new house, I thought uh, the pool needed a little bit of a top-up, and I've left the hose on since
2: about uh, <laughs> six o'clock last night, and apparently it's overflown. Oh, don't, don't you love the so, way it's just dropped yes, in the pool, Nita, at the new house?
5: The pool. Yeah, <laughs> you, I tell you what, you sound like Nevesh. No, you wouldn't want to leave the, the hose on it. Or, you wouldn't let you do a race course with a, with a hose handy. Yeah, no. Go for nice. a good four to a heavy <laughs> ten overnight with you hanging around the place.
9: <laughs> exactly. Anyway.
5: Uh, okay, guys, let's, uh, let's dive in here. A few texts. <laughs> Someone's saying, Darren misses the multi twice, he should be fined. It's tough. It's tough. Our listeners can be tough. Oh, Rob's done the maths. Appreciate this, Rob. Uh, morning, Richard. Again, regarding the, the behind-the-gates multi, from the 18th of August to last Saturday, uh, that's 23 weeks. Outlay of $10 a week equals a $230 return. Uh, it says $502, including $10 refund, regards Rob.
12: So uh, I think we're, yeah. So we're up 200, what is that? Up uh, 270, 270, if my max is correct. 272. I reckon, Rob, we need to give you a call. We need to get you on an ad just promoting this because that is great and that is fantastic because it just shows we've had a bit of negative variance with the multi the last sort of four or five weeks. But if you follow it long term, you're well ahead. So thanks for that, Rob. A bit of confidence uh, for the team
5: for sure um if i if i uh, Claude says, hi, guys, love your work. If I miss the on-air tips and specials, how can I retrieve them? Look, just jump onto the Sky Racing website, sky, uh, skyracing.com.au, Claude, if you're around the place, and all, all of our tips are up there. Uh, Buddy from your minor says, Davo once said he has a 14-step process he goes through when doing the form. Any chance you can tell the listeners, Buddy, we don't have time for a 14-step <laughs> process this morning, um, but we might do
12: something tell, tell Buddy point. to Tell Buddy to send me an email. Um, and I will, I'll, I'll be able to fill him here in is. on that. Okay, buddy, that. You, you moving, moving into
2: so. the yard, Flemington.
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to get to some serious questions soon. Oh, this is tough from Ryan. Let's hope you bunch are a bit more upbeat than those punters panel guests yesterday. What a drain they were! Oh well, Ryan, you know mm. we're we're all all, all a team here. But um, if they're a drain, they're a drain, I suppose. Well probably at Melbourne's the night before. <laughs>
9: Could Melba's. have been. Is that still a thing, is it?
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> are they, is is Melbourne still going up? Yeah, is, is it's still a thing, I suppose it is. I don't know. Well,
2: you tell us, Richard. Sin City. Sin don't,
5: City. I, I don't sort of go out at night at service, service Paradise much these days. Much. Race five hurls. Let's start getting into a few of these races, find some winners. Uh, we have a question around race number five. We're going to mark it off you, please, hurls.
13: Yeah, and I'll say from the outset, uh, as far as investments go, not only at the Gold Coast, which is obviously the feature meeting today, but also at Rose Hill, it's the most busy I have seen in terms of, of betting activity since, uh, since the spring carnival. So, punters getting involved. And in race number five, Cotton Fingers is the favourite. 420 into 330 today. Royal Merchant holds its place at 360. Opened at 350 this morning, got to 310, it's back to 360. Now, Regal. Pom six fifty to seven fifty. Uh, they did go up sixteen dollars earlier in the week. Deductions five by six for Fear Nought. Cosmic Minerva seven by seven, seven by eight dirty merchant and straight acer eight by nine. Uh, following Regal Pom, we've got Ramones nine fifty to twelve, back to eight fifty, Gristilia, uh, Gracila Styler 950 to 11 back to nine dollars. So, uh, best backed runner since the market opened has
5: been Regal Pom, but today it's Cotton Fingers. Okay, Brad Gray's making uh, Gracilla Styler his best value out of the day. Uh, question there, guys, around um, in race five is it hey ho, let's go for Ramones today, old mate from you minor, Brad.
12: A uh, great part of the world, dear minor? But hills, uh, good recovery with griscilla Styler there as well. That was a, that was a fantastic recovery. <laughs> yeah, I thought, thought you so. were going to be in trouble think there so. for a second. It's about to be butchered. Yes, And uh, a <laughs> nice recovery there. Uh, look, I'm with. Uh, I'm pretty keen on Cotton Fingers here. I think he sets up well. He just missed the start there. First up, he rattled home. I thought his form last preparation around horses like Pizarro. Is fantastic. Uh, he just just needs a bit of luck from the drawer. I, I think. Gerald said this morning they want to take a sit. I was kind of hoping they'd roll forward, but... Um uh, anyway, um, I think you'd be able to make ground there today. So I thought he deserved to be favourite. I was surprised Royal Merchant was early favourite. I mean, sat off the back of Irish Kisses there the other day. I needed it for the for the the, the quaddy and couldn't go past Irish Kisses. Mm. It was, you know, $20, $27 and sat three wide in and that cover and had the dream run behind it. And I thought, if you can't do that, I, I can't back you to win a, a Saturday race or be that you did gap third. So 5-7, I agree Gracilla style is a chance. I thought the, the trial was better than it looked on paper because they zipped on in fast time but uh, look he's a he's a horse that's had plenty of chances in the market of late so um five for me cotton fingers the one on the way up i don't
2: have a whole lot to add really uh cotton fingers on top for me for basically all the reasons that brad's outlined there royal merchant yeah i was a bit disappointed i thought she was home at the 200 um Oh, what's happened here? Uh, I thought she was home at the 200 there behind Irish Kisses, but uh, I think she'll be around the money. Regal Pom's an interesting runner, he was a real bookies horse uh, for all of his career up until the mid part of July and he struck a weak maiden at Wong and he just put them away easily and then he backed it up with a mile win at Kembla, so both the wins for Regal Pom have been over a mile and then he was badly held up. Uh, up the inside last time at Randwick so perhaps he's genuinely improved uh, Regal Pong, we'll probably learn more about him today and now the Dirty Merchants come out, Ramones may well get the lead all on its own there, although it's drawn wide out, pretty good speed they changed the tactics last time and it showed us what a quick horse Ramones uh, can be, but I've gone cotton fingers in the fifth
5: Okay, um, thank you George, yes you did make a mess at the scratchings
2: uh, as I, I like th- the way you dealt with that criticism, though, Richard, uh, kindly guiding them to the Racing Australia page. It's like racing, you work for the racing government. Ast- <laughs> racing, racing Australia, Australia
5: The scratchings <laughs> icon, and they are all there for you. But I'll keep on doing that. I'll keep on doing the service, gents. It's fine. That's what it's all about. I'll just, I'll just slow down a bit next week. We did have to get through them. We did have to get to the Sydney form. So, anyway, that's the way uh, the mop flops sometimes. Hurls. Race 8. If we can grab a market, please for race eight at Rosehill Gardens today, please. Yeah, it's pretty wide open. banju is our favourite, and it's at four dollars and
13: twenty cents. Uh, last uh, winner, it opened up at that quote this morning. Uh, we've got five fifty Saigon loomed up uh, last I didn't it? Five dollars. It got to it's back to five fifty. We've got Major Artie. Well, when I say loomed up, it's been beating a pimple last uh, last Saturday, didn't it? It was only because of Nash absolutely lifting through over the line. Uh, Six dollars and. No change, Major Rd. We've got uh, Two Big Faries, $7.50 to $6, but they went up at a big price of $15 on Wednesday afternoon. Deductions there are only minimal for Sweet Ruby, 4x4, so it's been well backed. Mandiboss, 12 to 11 Danish Prince, $12, no change. So you'd have to say since the market opened, Two Big Faries has been the best tried in terms of dollars today. It's pretty much market order. In fact, it is Danju in front of Saigon
5: and then Major Rd. Just had a gentleman come up to my spot here where I'm uh, hosting at the sales here, and he asked me what time does the tab open. And I, and I said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, don't know. It can't be far away, but I should. Have. Maybe taking his bet, guys. I'm not sure. <laughs>
2: See, nobody it wasn't your on, taxi it. driver from this morning, was it? <laughs> oh, what
5: about our man? I'll tell you what, if he doesn't know where the Gold Coast Turf Club is at 4.30 this morning, he's going to know now because <laughs> he's going to be doing a few little trips out here
12: today, oh, uh, I would have thought. Uh, he, he didn't know who you were? <laughs> uh, this is radio extraordinaire, Richard Haynes. He, he didn't. No, <laughs> no, no.
5: But um, uh, just on, on that, Brad, on that. And I don't go seeking fame, nor as, as all of our Sky presenters. They don't seek fame. They us do what we do. I jumped we in the I, <laughs> I jumped in the lift of the hotel yesterday. It's packed. Mums and dads and kids. And uh, anyway, jump in the lift, squeeze in. From the back of the lift, hear this voice. It sound sounds just like Gary Harley. And it wasn't Gary. <laughs> I, I hear this voice say, Here's yeah, Sky Racing. It was just some fella who likes a bet. And he just wanted to talk races. So, anyway, I don't know who he was, but anyway. There you go. There, there, you are, go. there, are, I... Sky, there are Sky Racing supporters out there.
12: They're all around the place. I bumped into well, somebody. Head's... Sorry, go on, Darren. I was just going to say,
2: Richard, your head's been all over uh, the, the Sky 2 in all the all pubs and clubs all week up there at the Gold Coast. They mm. can't
5: miss you. Well, that's what the mute button's for as well, Darren, I suppose.
12: <laughs> I, <laughs> no. I was on... <laughs> I was on my uh, punters' club uh, uh, yearly catch-up at the Gold Coast <coughs> Turf Club last Saturday, and uh, we went to the casino afterwards. And I was enjoying a bit of a uh, bit of a run on the crafts table. We love to play a bit of craps, and uh, the next minute I get this uh, someone come up, mate. Uh, Gamblers Anonymous. G- Gamblers Anonymous. I'm thinking, who's this bloke? Is uh, one G Portelli getting into me? So there he was <laughs> at the uh, casino last Saturday night. You get pulled up all the time when you're
13: uh, no, I don't. No, I, I actually. Someone said to me the other day, he goes,
5: Are you still working on um on Sky Channel? Awesome. Yeah, I don't think I've been on camera uh for about two years. I've trying to avoid it. I'm uh, low profile, sure. Let's uh, okay, race eight. Now, one of our listeners or texters wants to be talked into Manda Boss. And uh, good morning, team. Good morning to race eight, trying to work it out, having trouble splitting banjo. And Major Artie, or am I barking up the wrong tree? Good on you, Ando from Wagga. So someone wants to give Mandaboss another chance and then Banju and Major Artie, Um, they want to push there as well. Darren, you can fire away here first.
2: Uh, Majorati, I was a little bit worried about the gate, uh, where he he might wind up with the speed, there were Banju, Danish Prince, but I wouldn't want to talk out of Majorati. That winner, Banju, was terrific last time, at pretty much uh, the same distance. So I I do respect Banju. In fact, I've got Banju on top there, but I think Danish Prince is well worth uh, a look here. This horse is just holding his form really well. Amy McLukas is is riding great when she comes to town. So for a last up winner, carrying almost two kilos less from a gate where it's going to get a suck run into it today, Danish Prince. I think it's really the value in the race. Saigon uh, probably should have gone on with the job last time and won, but uh, at least it's come back to a little bit of form there. I've got it in the numbers, and um, a Modern Millie was held up last time and burst onto the scene. Late man boss would be the other chance. It's, I thought it was a sort of open race. There's probably where they settle... Where they settle going to the first turn will probably determine the result, but I think Danish Prince is the value in the race.
12: Yeah, I had a similar uh, little conundrum myself between uh, B&U and Majority. I didn't know which way to go. I ended up landing on Majorati. I concede what Darren says, that the map is the big issue here, but I just can't go past that second of Francesco Guardi back in June. I've seen my horse go from strength to strength in the spring. He would have started a live chance in a Melbourne Cup, and I just think he might have the upside here. He's got the go-to jockey on the program for mine in Dylan Gibbons. That two-kilo claim today could be worth more like three or four because most of the big games. Gun- are up north and he's basically uh, the pick of the riders for me on the program. So, one um, to beat 2 Banju Just got all the favours last time. Now he's got to carry a stack more weight. I'm not sure if he'll get the same sort of run but look, he builds into a prep. I agree with Darren. I think Modemili's a really good roughy. I think Danish Prince fits in beautifully as well. I thought Saigon was the one in the market. That was the weak link. Um, You know, Frumos has been found to be a fair bit overrated and uh, couldn't get past it the other day. The time was a bit soft and I thought it had his chance there. I'm not sure about today. 1, 2, 14 and 3 for me there. Com- Comments on uh, man the Boss there. Chance, yep, uh, for Hogger there. Good good, good man, Hogger. Oh, look, he's a chance again. He just keeps uh, finding one or two better. I thought they might have sort of changed up jockeys just to try to change a bit of luck, but um, they're stuck uh, solid with Quay there today, and he's doing a pretty good job with the horse, and um, just a case of, of trying to get that win on the board, but he just keeps finding one or two a bit better, and just a bit of bad luck at certain stages. And Darren, did
5: you have two big farry there at all
2: i haven't got him in the numbers but i'm not opposed to him i really thought this was the leg of the quaddie you're gonna to have to take probably six numbers to to feel safe and too big farry would be
12: one of those six yeah he was luckless the other day wasn't he He just he's that flat spot in his races and that's a little concern but um definite forgive run last start hold fire here
5: boys uh gonna make yourself a cup of tea or something like that because we're getting pretty close to the first race from flemington nice early start uh, for some uh, morning racing here at Flemington and uh, we're getting close to start time. Um, oh, there are your numbers on screen, Davo. Seven, two, eight and three. Seven two, eight and three uh, break you with the favorite here in race number
12: one yeah tough race though uh but a stack of first starters generally not the races that i like to get particularly involved in and has has been a drifter nice jump out but a lot of these have jumped out well so hard to really give you a, a big steer anyway in the in the first um you know a lot of the times it's following the market but it doesn't seem to be giving you a big steer either
5: let's go track side flemington race one here's terry bailey to call all the action
14: Big drifter in the bedding as far as favouritism is concerned. We're waiting on Rhodesian Red to move in. 10 mil of irrigation on the track last 24 hours and 62 mil of irrigation for the last seven days. But uh, this track has just been simply outstanding in recent years. We're waiting on Rhodesian Red. It's a motza. should be strong late looking at its recent jump outs. RS out of the gate, and there's Rhodesian Red, who's had some specking at 21 into $19. This is the VRC Summer Fund Sprint on Standish Race Day. The Standish, of course, newly, usually on New Year's Day, but a change in direction today, and it's drawn together a good field. More waiting on Hellish to move in. That's it on screen at the moment. Tom Kitton has drawn barrier number one. He's looked very impressive in his trials, but he might have come up a bit too short for putters. VC has trialled extremely well. It's a Mott's a well-backed. Invincible Shield has looked very good in its trials. Looks like he's got a good motor. And Hellish, only run at the, or his only run at the races was excellent, particularly the last 100 metres. So the loading process has been delayed. It's a bit hard to tell from here which horse is causing an issue. It might be one drawn towards the inside. Hellish moving around for Jamie Mott now here's airs being led forward for daniel stackhouse nine dollar chance there's really no ruffy in this race the ruffies even had support so this is an extremely strong betting race the first airis moving forward that will leave McKenna to come up as airis now slots into the machine goes up and takes up its slot Rhodesian red just getting a little bit warm Few of the Colts having a little bit of a cry out in the yard I'll
11: come back for you, buddy.
14: and the Walla Galloper by the Great Zoo star about to move forward and that is McKenna. Yeah, so Hellish about to move up rideless, has had race experience just a little bit up on tow Draws barrier
11: three. The temperature
14: just starting to get a little bit warmer now, but still pleasant enough. It's just going to be the later part of the day where it's going to get right up to 37 degrees. It's a motza moves in. Been very well backed, it's a motza. 13 into 8.50. It'll be strong later. Makina comes forward now to take up its position. And on Standish Day, we're just about set and ready to run. All in,
0: they
14: stand, racing. Tom Kitten off the inside was fairly out of the gate. VC wide out began well with Itza Motza and heiress in the red and white going forward very quickly but Tom Kitten's going to rally up on the inside and go to the front. He will lead the way, moving up on his outside into second position is Hellish, a length away then came Rhodesian red, Itza Motza the red jacket. The red and white of Ares, VC very wide out, Invincible Shield on the fence, McKenna is back at the tail of the field, Tom Kitten is the leader as they race up towards the course proper leading the way, out deep on the track is Airis and Hellish in the centre. VC the widest runner, and back to the inside, Rhodesian red, it's a mozza invincible shield, and last of all is Makina, the widest runner. Tom Kitten the leader, Hellish going out after it, running on is Eris and VC, and back in behind those, it's a mozza. Hellish on the outside, and VC get up to Tom Kitten. VC has taken the lead. At the 100 and the capitalist cult burst clear. VC, he looks a real little powerhouse, he's clear of Hellish. Rhodesian red runs to third, but VC wins like a good horse. Two and a half lengths on the line to Hellish. Rhodesian red third. Tom Kitten in a photo with Invincible Shield. It's a Montra Makina and Ares last in.
5: Eight two six and seven. Eight two six and seven. One well. VC, good win. 470-180 beats Hellish. Rhodesian red I Think Tom Kitten has just hung on for fourth. 8 2 6 and 7 in the first race at Flemington. Let's get back to behind the gates. And uh, this bet will go live. Hurls, I believe, in about 10 minutes' time. We'll reveal our behind the gates multi for today. But I'm might come to you let's get through these races we don't have Darren for much longer so race six we better better go to a race that Darren we're looking forward to today race six the midway (laughs) benchmark 72 at the 1200 metres
13: yeah best of luck with Adele at uh, today uh, Darren and I can tell you that it's now favourite at four dollars opened up at 480 this morning gee 17 dollars did you get a piece of that
2: uh, no, there was a bit of conjecture about the rider when the markets first went up. Dylan Gibbons still wasn't confirmed at that stage. I think I piled in at about, or got something on it about the fourteen when the landslide started.
13: Yeah. Okay. Well, Broken Arrow <laughs> seven by seven deduction, fourteen by eleven D Andretti, Sorens four by five and eight by eight compassionate. So yeah, Delaware's Four eighty to four dollars, four $4.00 to four twenty today, Oakville Duke. Kabosh is five hundred and fifty to six. It would move for Super Bright and it's nine dollars into seven dollars. In terms of investment today, yeah, it's Alalat in front of Oakville Duke. Look, Isa Rich, probably a more bit of sentimental money. Uh, it's old enough to vote now, Isa Rich, but we've written a few bets on it today, having its 150th start.
5: What a warrior! Uh, uh, good morning, uh, boys. Russ from Port Macquarie. We'll get to race uh, race three shortly, uh, Russ. But uh, he's, he just wants a bit of reassurance with Dalalat today. And uh, Darren, I'll come to you because John asked Darren. Super bright yes. race six is barrier twelve a concern?
2: Uh, well there, there looks to be sufficient speed in the race that, uh, that may allow him to, to close off. I'm really hoping that the stable mates the one though <laughs> um yeah but I'll be watching out for late but no I, I'm very keen on Dalalat today I think the the planets are finally aligned uh they really have with they've been played by bad draws he just doesn't have a lot of muster out of the gates and he's continually getting back from wide draws and just giving away impossible starts today he will be dug up out of the gates uh, from barrier 2 and uh, I think the plan is to sit hopefully in fourth position maybe fifth at worst back on the inside and generally you want to be close to the fence there at Rose Hill. The draw is good. Uh, the claim is a real bonus for an apprentice that's riding an outstanding form. So to get down to the weight of 56 today, finally coming up with the draw and a dry track, uh, importantly as well. The planet's aligned and I have to say um, I'm quite nervous about all of this because I really think he'll win. Toot toot!
12: All aboard the Dalalap train today. I'm with you, Darren. I just want to know because you just summed it up perfectly. It's, it's just had no luck. This horse. He's wide, and then last time out he's had to go back. He's rattled home. He's jumping out the gates. Well, he's springing there. He's going to put himself there. He's got the jockey of the the best jockey in the race, in my opinion. Um, He gets the two-kilo claim. He's got the low draw. He's got 1,200. He's got a dry track. He's got everything today. He just needs the gaps to open at the top of the straight. But I want to know, what was the pre-race report like, Darren? The the stable confident? Um, How how did you feel, uh, you know, this morning when you got the pre-race report? Uh, Nathan never
2: goes overboard uh, with with the messages. But, yeah, he is very confident. And I think he basically said, if he's in the right spot where I want him to be, he should put them away uh, in this race today. And, yeah, that's the way I saw it. I'm probably my savor in the race. I'm a little bit worried. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm all emotional already.
5: Um, <laughs> I'm, I
2: respect be, Oakfield you'll be, Duke. You'll be
5: emotional if he doesn't get out when he needs to today. he will be really emotional.
2: Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm actually quite nervous about this <laughs> calling this race today because I, I've never really actually thought he was a, a, you know, close to a good thing before. Um, Oakfield Duke I do respect. I love the way he trialed before his comeback race, and he had to do all the to Garrison last time, and that just gutted him. He is a bit empty, but he'll be fitter. My saver in the race will be an exact uh, Oakfield Duke to beat Dallalat.
5: Uh, Brad, did you have a final say here? Yeah, you look, Reaverbrook
12: R- was the little, little one out wide that I thought would run well, but yeah, Dalalat for me, I, I took the 11s earlier, I think it's about seven bucks after scratching, but I, I still think you you might he might get, they might take him on, but I, I can't see them backing O'Field Duke. You look at his SP profile, and the pros have been really keen to take him on the last couple of starts in, in midway grade, and that's because he hasn't really run any sensational time to date, and I just don't know if he can give Dalalat four kilos and beat him, even though I agree he'll be fit a second up. He's got the upside. But I think he's been priced a little bit on his winning strike rate rather than what he's beaten the times. So I still think he's got a little bit to prove with the 60 kilos in midway, grade
5: good shower coming down at the Gold Coast again here solid shower around the place so we'd have to be in the soft 7 range now you would think but we'll oh, really? try to get a hold of best. but a solid shower hitting uh, Just um, I would like to thank Michael and the Illawarra Turf Club for honouring their long and outstanding clerk of the course Norm Thomason a true, uh, a true horseman an absolute gentleman who like all clerks of the course uh, are there every race day helping jockey and horse he will be with, with them today in spirit thank you uh, thank you, guys. So, um, yeah, race named in uh, Norm Thomason's honour today. And uh, Alan, just trying to get that message across, he does. Uh, race nine, hills Can be bounce to race nine? This is the Rose Hill Bowling Club Handicap over the 2000 metres. Our texters want to know about a couple of horses here from the guys.
13: Just before we do those dividends, there at Flemington VC, four seventy a dollar fifty, one eighty Helish and Rhodesian Red, four dollars. Tom Kitten runs four, so eight two six and seven on race number one at Flemington. Thought I'd do that. Uh, race number nine is <laughs> uh, over the two. 2000- Watch out, Simon Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> Five fifty into $4.00 a Tony B. Uh, it's... Yeah, well, a few scratchings here. As far as deductions are concerned, I'll tackle those first. Five by 6 for Arnold, 3 Wise Men, 5 by 6 and 0 Oceanic, Flash, owl Bell, Delay and Dash Dash Dash. So it's been well back to Tony B. Went up $11 when the market first opened, but you can throw Touristic in the mix as well. It went up $16 Wednesday afternoon. Not sure how long that price lasted. Four forty 40 to $5, back to 4 43 for today. Felicifal is 650 out to 750. 10 to 850. Irish Legend seven a real drift of Greek hero. It's out to 11. We've got 13 into 12. Morris is my dad. So this is a very competitive betting race. Tony B and Touristic clearly the best back runner since the market opened.
5: Uh, guys, uh, Texas would like to know about <coughs> Irish Legend, um, uh, Irish Legend, and the chances of Irish Legend, and also. A, a comment. Uh, someone wants a bit of a push for Mont Felicity at the twenty-three dollars. Uh, Willie from uh, Padua says, I give lap, "I'll give Della I'll give one more bet, and uh, if he loses um, on him, maybe big fences, something like that. That's a bit tough, Willie. But uh, anyway." Uh, What's this... um, I don't know if he's got a hurdle career quite yet, Darren, but let's get through to
2: it. No, I think about 13, maybe 1,400 metres would stretch (laughs) his stamina. There won't be any fences. (laughs) Maybe Um, to, to liven him up in some work, but...
5: Uh, Brad, Irish legend, a chance to knock off the fancy runners in race nine. That's Shane from Newey. And, yeah, also comment on Mon Felicity, one of our texters.
12: Yeah, nice little find uh, there on Irish legend. I, I think definitely getting towards peak fitness now, getting to the right trip. And a lot of people look at the end of a race and go, well, he was struggling that last little bit. But the end of the race is the byproduct of the start and he had to work for the first 600 metres of that race so I thought he was very good and he kicked and he looks about ready to, to do something here. Um, probably one I should have had in the in the quaddy to be honest but um, uh, we'll, we'll see how he goes but look for Tony B for me I, I just think he sets up nicely from that low draw. Dead uh, said I could have run faster than they ran in that race last time out of that too much caviar one they went so slow it wasn't funny and and uh, he just had no, no chance as a result of that and did a couple of horses back in the field that day as a result, so you just put the pin through that I think he's the horse to beat Touristic, uh, just another example of modern day bookmaking, isn't it? Seventeens into three dollars fifty, uh, then out to four forty. What do you What do you start? Probably five, five fifty. It's just the way bookmaking is these days, and we've got to get used to it. They just uh, overreact massively, and still looking forward to having that chat with the traders, Richard, when they come on and try to explain how these markets work these days. But look, just a little bit overplayed there, that that big move. But he's got a great chance to two thousand third up. Although you still. You're still sort of backing him on a little bit of hope because he hasn't done anything yet to say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the horse that everyone wants you to be. Um, but I can see he's got that upside factor.
2: It's interesting, you, you bring up about the pricing there Touristic. I heard a bit of Munz the other night uh, going through the bets that were placed on this horse early. It was it $17, the first price. Mm. And uh, I think one punter had 2000 on it. Then he came back and had another 1000 on it. So basically one punter uh, was responsible for this initial move, just one player. Mm. But he certainly has had a decent enough crack. I was watching his last run in the in the Mark Snell race overall, and I think he will be the big improver. I thought he ran home as well as Logan Street, Line in the in the finish there, and Logan Street line was able to to go in and win uh, last time out. I'm going with the Mayor for, uh, Thalassophile stepping up to the 2,000 metres. The way she savaged the line at Gosford in the feature over a mile, I, I think she may well get the 2,000 metres, so I'm taking the punch she will. I think if Morris is me dad, Socrates do their thing and go forward as they generally do, and Tabby on Prince possibly as well, the pace should be reasonable enough to make it a nice even tempo, and I think Philosopher might uh, prove to be a little bit better than these, so I'm going with her over Morris is me dad, sort of half-cutting there, a back marker and on pace runner. Tony B's going to get a, a lovely suck run into it today, surely. He, he just did too much last time, and the slow tempo didn't suit him, but he should get a, a very cosy run up the fence today. And, uh, and to Ristig, I put in as the, the fourth pick in the race, so 5, 3, 4 and 11. As far as Irish legend's concerned, well, he hasn't won a race in Australia as yet, but it probably is worth noting he has won over 2,000 metres in the UK, so at least he has proven himself. In fact, that was his last win, although on the synthetic track.
5: Do you have time for one more race, Darren? you got to go.
2: Yes. Here, yeah, one more.
5: Uh, Hurls, before race one, uh, we'll have a look at the, the two-year-olds with Darren and Brad, but our multi is open, I believe. Let's uh, let the listeners know what, we, uh, what we're doing this morning. Dividends and how much they can get on four, please.
13: Okay, so the selections are... I'm opening the batting today. It's race two and it's Garrison. Race seven, number eight, is Spacewalk. Race six, number four, Dalalat. And Darren, bring us home with race nine, number five, to So race two, Garrison. Race six, at Race seven, Spacewalk. And race nine, the Lassifile. All the to run top four. And you're getting a dividend of $4.50, maximum bet 50. Wooshka, it is open. You'll find it under sports and today's offers as far as the website is concerned. And racing and racing offers on the tab app. Get on quick because they're already loading up.
12: I went with spacewalk, everyone. Pitch. Oh yeah, no thanks, thanks Richard. That was really, uh, really good of you there. He must have had a lot of thought anyone, anyone process else, into that. Anyone, anyone else find him? Almost. Geez, that's rich coming from New Dover. <laughs> oh, it is. But you got to, you got to give it, don't you, when you get it? <laughs> Whatever suits your agenda. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was your birthday last week, Hills? Happy birthday, by the way. Uh, oh, wasn't very much.
13: Yeah, yeah. on Monday. Happy birthday, Hills. Oh. Good
12: on you. Thanks, mate.
13: Yeah, Landed a good brim too. I, I, I said I wouldn't uh, mention fishing, but I did land a very good brim as a uh, as a birthday present on Monday.
12: Hey, quickly, I've got to, I've got to mention. You know, me giving Hills so much stick about being seasick. I got seasick for the first time in in about fifteen years uh, a couple oh. of weeks ago, spewing over the side. So there you go. There's a bit of karma for me, Hills. Oh, it's a woeful feeling.
5: <laughs> and uh, if our listeners are having breakfast, I hope you're enjoying this uh, part of the conversation on behind the gates <laughs> <laughs> at about a quarter to uh, a quarter to ten. Uh, 11 if you're in New South Wales, quarter to 10 where I am. Two year olds hurls, race one. Uh, A market, please, and keen to see what the tab are doing with Still City at the moment.
13: Yeah, our Steel City is now at a quote of two dollars. So, um, yeah, John Owen comes up to take the ride. Opened up this morning at one ninety, did peak at two ten. Now back to two dollars, four eighty to three eighty. Red resistance, five fifty to six dollars uh, for Queen of Dragons. They're not interested in anything else. Steel City uh, clearly best back drummer
15: here.
5: Uh... I suppose we'll get an overall take on the race from you, Darren, but there was a specific question, a listener or a texter wanted to know your thoughts on Figment, $23 Figment, but uh, how mm. are you seeing this race, Darren?
2: Well, I'll answer the Figment first. Uh, I've liked both her trials, particularly her first one at uh, Hawkesbury, really got to the line nicely and then raced very wide at Warwick Farm last time, was given a bit of a niggle, and she ran on okay I think she's a good roughie in the race figment, I'd certainly be including her in, in uh, exotics, Quinella's trifectas etc. Look, um, Steel City looks exciting, uh, the Hawkesbury trial was very sharp on the 19th of December and then the Rose Hill trial, I like the way uh, when she was urged a bit she found and they put a massive gap back to third. I just don't know if she should be this short. And I was looking at all the others and thought, okay, well, who are the other chances? So I'm going with red resistance because of the price and the draw. I liked his trial at Rose Hill. He just cruised along, and when he was asked to do a bit, there was a really good response there. So at the price, I'm going with red resistance over Steel City
12: right? Yep, rinse and repeat, same. I, I think Still City's the horse to beat, but when they were when it was seventy yesterday, um, I had to go the other way, and Red Resistance, just at the better price. Um, Still City trialled in much better time, but Red Resistance was under a lot less pressure, so I just went that way over. Still City, but had pigment third pick, agree, it's a, a good little roughie. might just uh, well, it's going to settle closer than it has been in the trials, and, and it's been hitting the line nicely. We don't know what's under the bonnet, because it hasn't been let go yet, but we'll um, We'll see what the market does late with it.
5: Rodio, let's go to race number three. Darren, you tell us when you you need to go. You do the bolt whenever you want to.
2: Yeah, um, I will. Uh, I will push on now. Um, so right. my best is going to be um, Space Walk. I think a good horse for Multis today, the way he trialed. I know he's, he's done a few things wrong along the way, but they've gelded him, and I was really, really impressed with his trial. So I think his career will um, probably go in an upward spiral now, Space Walk. is my pick there for the multi today. I think she's a, a very solid each-way bet. And, um, yeah, I'm quite keen on uh, the big D today, Della Lutt.
5: Very good. Thank you,
2: Darren. Good calling,
5: and uh, we will catch up during the week, if not before next Saturday.
2: Good putting. Thanks,
5: guys. Good on you. Darren Flindell calling all the action out of Roast Hill Gardens today. Good luck to him with Della Lark. We'll keep on going here, guys, for a little bit longer. Uh, hurls the highway you can today. Go as long as you, you can go as long as you want. It means I'm not doing the uh, moving. Rightio. Well, that was our segment. <laughs> A highway market, please Hills. Are you there? Oh. Uh, Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. King of Spades,
13: 280 to 310, back to 280. Now, Zaru's been 420 and a drift today at $6. However, went up $11 on Wednesday afternoon. Deductions here, 11 by 11, Sea Haven, 2 by 1, McClay. The third elect here, 750 to 850, back to 750 Eastern Glow. Evocators, 750 to 8. A little bit of a push here for uh, Danzadel today, $17 into a... Eleven dollars, but King of Spades our favourite
5: at two eighty. One of our Texas uh, wanting some thoughts or there one of their best each way plays today. Brad Danzadil.
12: Yeah, um, it's been sort of knocking on the door in that in that highway grade for for some time. Um, generally not far away in these types of races, but we've got a little bit of ground to make up on King of Spades the other day. I'm with King of Spades. Uh, I just think he wide no cover the other day. It wasn't a bad place to be on on that day, but again. The jockey I'm looking for today, D. Gibbons, and uh, should roll forward, Daniel C. Put out some stats uh, about a week and a half ago on, on Twitter about uh, Danielle's strike rate in the last couple of years. You'll struggle to find a better strike rate uh, and profit on turnover. Any any trainer in Australia, phenomenal strike rate and and a very profitable stable to back. So um, good to see. I heard the story this morning. A former science teacher and now obviously full-time and, and rightly so because those stats are, have been incredible the last couple of years. So good luck to Danielle and the team today there. Uh, six of Ocotour. Heard from Jenny as well. A terrific train. I love this horse's first up win. Stylish. Looks to have come back better. 1,500 suits. Looks a big danger. thought the ruffie was Mr Severino. like the way he finished off last time out. I think the, the 1,500 suits as well. So that was the way I saw the highway this week. Did you ever, like, science class, and you'd
5: use Bunsen burners and that kind of stuff? Where in life would you ever use a Bunsen burner? <laughs> but you'd use them in science and...
12: Yeah, but where in life would you ever use 90% of the stuff you learn in school? I, mm. Like, there's so many things, right, that I just go, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm I, no look, expert, but I, I think it would have been great back in the day to learn how to budget and learn how to do this. So when I left school at 17, I had a bit more of an idea what I was doing. But anyway, that's that's just my take on it.
5: I mean, writing and arithmetic and, you know, the, I shouldn't say the basics, but, you know, the, they're always going to be useful through life if you can do that kind of thing, but anyway, here we go. Uh, did we uh, race through, did you say anything about Eastern Glow?
12: I didn't, going well, um, just <laughs> needs to probably go to a, find another a length here, but I can do because got the got the, got the good record uh, in, a, in a good stable and the first up win was good, beating a horse who's, who's run well in, in town.
5: I'll just have to, um, i just received a text message. And I'm just going to ask the bloke who texted is listening if I can read it out or not, and I'll give him 30 seconds to say yes or no. Uh, one of He's actually one of Sydney's leading physios. I can't believe he's listening. Oh, he won't let me read it out. He said, no, don't you dare, don't you. Never mind. Let's, uh, let's get on with uh, race number two. It was just, um, no, I won't even go there. Kalino, one of our texts says, Kalino, why is no one talking too much about Kalino today? Hurls, we are talking about a $2.70 favourite, aren't we?
13: we are but it is a bit easy today it's 2.30 at the 2.70 it's a two um, start second up and unplaced uh, in both so that might be one of the reasons. I'll tell you what this is good news uh, for Garrison supporters because it's been well back today. Garrison's at $6 well it actually got to 390. it's just giving it a tickle now up to 460. with your blessing 650 dollars the six back to 650. dollars Sacrimony holding its spot at 650. dollars uh, 50 Expresso $7.50. you'd have to say Best Backed has being Garrison, uh, you would think it'll it'll lead there along with uh, Espresso, wouldn't you? Um, would you, Brad?
12: Yeah, I think it gets a, a soft enough lead. Uh, Garrison, um, look, midway form up to this is is tricky, but the big key with with Garrison is that uh, the stable. Said he was fat first up, didn't they? And and that's generally the profile of the stable. They leave improvement, and second up is where they really have a great strike rate. The, the war yard. So he, he's ready to peak up today. Nice horse. Nice buy by the yard as well. They they purchased him and they found a really good buy there. Um, but yeah, I'm with Kalino. I, I think I think the reason is it's just a little bit of trepidation around second up staying at the same troop. He was so brilliant first up that sometimes that edge can be taken off him, but. I think you can counteract that by saying, has Sea Waller trained him differently this prep and gone, let's keep him to the sprint trips. If he does that, then um, it's it's a different case. He's kept fresh, second up, he's going to explode again. And the way Chris and Charlie spoke about this horse in their preview on Friday that they do on social media, it was like, hello... This thing's just going to sail down the outside and say, see you later. So they were very keen about this galloper. So uh, on top for me, but Garrison gets that map favour out in front and be hard to run down. A Bunsen burner
5: taught me how to fry water, says Mark. Very good. Thank you, Mark. Yes, I remember, yeah, remember those uh, science days. All right, we'll do one more race, then we'll, um, I think, uh, uh, just if you can, uh, Dave, if you can have your best bet for Flemington handy, but let's go to race 10. We have a debordly quiz not far away. Let's go to race number 10. There's a question here on a couple of horses' hurls for a benchmark 78 Phillies and Mares, the 10th and last the get out at Rose Hills today. And it gets on the way at 6
13: p.m. tonight. And $1.95 for SNAP. Now, it opened up at 2.30 this morning. co 4.20 to 4.40, back to 4.20. 9 to 8.50 uh, for jewellery. And we've got Forzani, 11 to 9.50. Now, snapped, it's in the red at $1.95. What we often see, if the punters are having a good day, they'll try and blast out with the favourites. So, uh, ninety-five. You wouldn't think it would be much shorter, but it, yeah, you never know. It's got good credentials,
5: I would think. Uh, Dave Owen Hurls a texter, talking about... Um, it's uh, Phil from Mudgy, a uh, couple of each-way players. He, uh, he likes Socrates in race nine, number 16, Socrates. Good on you, Marto. And um, also <laughs> is uh, talking about race 10, number one, Fortinini. Uh, on an each-way basis. Your thoughts on race 10 and maybe a four Zanini comment, please.
12: Yeah, look, Socrates, just quickly, I think probably needs just a little bit more give out of the track in this grade personally. That would be my thoughts there. But in the last four, Zanini, probably just too much weight first up. That was the only little concern. I read some comments from the stable suggesting come back well, but, you know, it's a task first up with that big weight off a, off a decent enough break, so that's a little concern. Look, I think it's all about the Melbourne... Uh, Mayor here, I know Munns will be shaking his head because any Melbourne horse coming to Sydney, you know, first time round the bend, he's, he's always happy to, to lay those types of horses but um, I personally don't take too much into that, I'm, I'm all about the, the quality of horse that we've got and... This is, a, this is a quality mare up against, well, I think it's a midweek race and she gets in well at the weights. Matt Cartwright comes to ride. You know, the, the key was at Sandown, she drew the outside. She had to go back to last and she smashed them, by, smashed them by three lengths. Now she draws the one. She's going to be able to park just behind them. She's led in the past, so she's going to be so much closer and she's going to use that turn of foot and say goodnight. Um, I just think she's the the clear standout on the program and if she gets any luck from gate one, I think she'll be winning the race. So I think it's uh, that. I think Kerr Royale it's kind of the awesome am left with second, but, you know, it was pretty plain second up. Um, first up run was good, but the second up run was plain at best. Now back to 1,100, I think the other one's just too sharp. So three clearly on top for me in the last.
5: OK, getting close, Flemington race two. Brad, your best and value for... Rose Hill and also your best for Flemington, please. Not too, so not too far away there from race two, which we'll pick up.
12: Uh, best race ten, number three snapped. You might get a little bit better than $1.95 dollar ninety-five late, uh, but keen on keen on her, keen on race six, number four. Darla Art as well. They're the main two there. I don't really have a standout at Flemington today. I've, I've focused more or put a lot more time into um, obviously Rose Hill and, and the Goldie being Magic mans, but I didn't mind. Um, the Oday and Hoisted runner up there, Scalapini I'll have to find the the race number for you. Is in the syndicate, isn't he? Race yeah, three or four race there. four, number two, Scalapini and um, yeah. even race ten, number three, Up on Edge looks pretty hard to beat there too. So they'd be the
5: uh, the main ones up there at the Goldie today. Good on you, Brad. Welcome back to our show. Welcome back to Sky One. We're we'll tuning in all day. We'll chat next Saturday. Thank look, you.
12: Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Have a great Good day all.
5: Um just quickly Hurls, a Bunsen burner is perfect to rid all your losing tab tickets. Um j- snackers this morning? <laughs> no, no smack, no snackers this morning. Uh, any um uh, just before we go to Flemington, is there a jockey challenge or two you can enlighten us with? Or any deals yeah. with the tab?
13: Yeah, 100%. Now, first race at the Gold Coast today, place a win bet, a fixed odds win bet using your tab account. If it loses, you get a bonus bet back up to $50. It's as simple as that. Now, all races today at the Gold Coast, Flemington, and also at Rose Hill. If your horse runs second or third, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $50. Pretty competitive jockeys challenge this afternoon. I can tell you that the favourites as uh, so I go down the board, uh, Dylan Gibbons 280, Sam Clipperton at 380 550, Tyler Schiller, 750 Brett Preble and Karen McAvoy 850, John Allen, 34 any other jockey option, 126 for Andrew Atkins in this next race at Flemington, has been 195 to 210, back to 195 here for this favourite, we've ridden multiple bets at a 2,000, in fact we've just taken a bet of 4,500 at a
5: $1.95 Good on you Hales. speak next Saturday Good on you, mate. Thank you, Andrew Hurley. Uh, if you want to be on that behind-the-gates multi, I would not mess around. And good luck to those who are playing today. Try and land it. Uh, it's been a bit uh, all character building in recent times. Race 2 Flemington, they move in nicely, Dunkel an exciting type. here's
14: Terry Gates are back, Morris with the shades on, jump well, Toscana rising going back, Dunkill settles down second last and sole choice straight to the front from Barefoot Tora. Paleface began well wide out and on the fence is Kota handy today from the good gate. A link further back as they settle hard to cross, two links bossing over Ladd, just a little keen from Midnight Glow, Dunkel speakeasy and the last one as they sort the order out is Toscana rising. Heading up to the 15 and the front runner is sole choice. Goes clear by two and a half lengths. Paleface just a little wide about to go up second. Third on the inside is Morris and barefoot tourists shading it. Two lengths away hard to cross, Bossanova lad. Midnight glow then came Dunkel. Well he's back in a little trick spot on the fence. Speakeasy the Philly second last and Toscana rising brought up the rear. Heading past the 1200 metres mark sole choice dictates no pressure one-and-a-half Paleface. Morris has had a cute run back the fence from Barefoot Tora. Two links to hard to cross center field outside of bossa Nova Lad from Midnight Glow Dunkel. Speakeasy second last and a length away last Toscana Rising. The business end about to come up as they come up towards the 900 and now to the 850. And the leader is sole choice, one in front of Paleface who's being ridden along a little bit. Morris has had a good run from Barefoot Tora and hard to cross comes out three and four wide. Nova Lad gets off the fence, Starting a move from Midnight Glow, Dunkell being patiently ridden. Then Speak Easy and last as they turn Toscana rising. They're homeward bound. Soul Choice, the champion daughter of Reduce Choice, the great sire, turns the corner one length in front. Hard to cross on the outside, running on. dunkell has gone back to the fence and then Kota Natsu in front of him, running on well. Soul Choice the leader, Kota Natsu a length away. Then Barefoot Torah. Dunkel needs to lift, running on Midnight Glow out wide on the track. Dunkel. Finally getting out. Soul Choice in front. Dunkill goes to second. Soul Choice 2 in front. Dunkill's finishing like a shot out of a gun. Here comes the favourite. Dunkill, with a bit of touch of class, goes on to beat the Philly Soul Choice. Midnight Glow finishes third from either Barefoot Tour Hard to Cross. Toscana rising. Then Kotanotsu. Well back in the field was Bossa over Lad Speakeasy and Paleface. And he is a pretty handy horse, even though it was a bit of a worry.
5: Well, 175 and 2, the numbers here. 1752, yeah, it was a little bit uh, sticky there for a bit, but um, you heard from Mark Hunter this morning. He thinks he's a real star on the rise, this horse, and uh, he's still working it out that little bit. Not everything uh, not went his way, as again, Mark thought it may not quite go his way in the run, but he's too good. Uh, 175 and 2, 175 and 2, the numbers on race 2 from Flemington. So uh, that's the second race of the day, and we're not too far away from the De quiz.
0: January 2023, we'll see the Tamworth Harness Racing Club states the 39th running of its signature multi-quip golden guitar series. Ten days of exciting pacing action culminates in the Carnival of Cups meet on Friday, January 20 at Tamworth Harness Racing Club's golden guitar paceway.
9: Only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe. First time, every time. is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network.
0: We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Keringai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging.
1: Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app.
11: And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help,
0: 1-800-858-858.
5: Welcome back to Racing HQ Saturday. The rain is well still a bit of a misty drizzle here at the Gold Coast around the place, so... Um, haven't had a track up, a track upgrade or, or downgrade. Won't be an upgrade, that's for sure. Any kind of a downgrade, but we'll keep you posted. It's uh, it's Deportly Wines Quiz time. That means it's a very good morning to Paul and Ambrosoli. G'day, Paul.
9: Hello, Richard, and good morning to you, and good morning to everybody. Yeah, so you're not out in the sun up there at the moment, right? So you just not having a, dri- a just a drizzly morning. That's okay. It'll shine up in the afternoon, that's for certain. But uh, you'll put a shine on your face if you have a glass of the Bortley wine this afternoon, that's for sure. And at this time, when you ring the phone number of thirteen fifty three fifty three, uh, and be the first one through with the correct answer after we give you the clue. Uh, then you can win a twin pack of Windy Peak wine from De Bortley. and that is very, very good indeed, particularly on a day like today. All right, so we need to get. Well, look, we need to give you a clue. But firstly, let me tell you, if you're going, if you if you're wanting to go to the races today, what about a seafood day? Because I know that my friends up at Tan Curry there, hello Julie Manning and uh, and Gary at uh, Tun Curry, that they got, they, I think they have their seafood on day on there today. So if you would like to throw down a few uh, oysters uh, and prawns and like, it's all available there, uh, and I'm sure they'll find your wine somewhere down the track or you can take your own, uh, I don't know if you can take your own, or bring your own to Bortley. That's for sure and certain. But nothing uh, goes better with seafood than a glass of Windy Peak, and that, uh, that is for sure and certain. All right, so now we need an answer to the quiz. So... You'll get no better clue and no easier clue than this one. Here's the clue. Oh, when I'm the type of guy. suppose I could have told you this horse is racing at Tun Curry this afternoon. <laughs> that would have made it even easier for you. I'm racing at Tun Curry, what is my name? And the first one through with the correct answer on 13.53.53 53 is a winner. And this is a perfect day to have a drop of Windy Peak, really. Absolutely, absolutely deli- delightful. Try the Shiraz if you're having a red, and most certainly I always recommend my favourite. Uh, like that particular number. That's why I was playing it. Uh, one of my favourites uh, from Dion on the Belmont And, of course, you can try a white called Pinot Grigio. I expect that we're going to have a winner very quickly on this uh, because it was such an easy clue. Uh, do we have one? I don't know, Richard. Under these circumstances, can you tell me whether we've got a winner? Yeah, we do. We do.
5: And James from Port Macquarie has come up with the answer. First caller through, James from Port Macquarie, the winner this morning.
9: James from Port Macquarie, and he got it straight away, and that's only just down around the corner from uh, Tuncurry where this horse is racing this afternoon. Yes, the answer, of course, was the Wanderer. Who else? OK, you've got a busy morning this morning, Richard. That's our quiz for today. We'll do it all again next week and give you the chance of winning a twin pack of Wendy Peak.
5: Good on you, Paul. Thank you. We'll do it again. Good man. See you later. There he goes. Good on you. Paul Ambrosoli, we'll let him go. Uh, and that's uh, the de Bordeli quiz. Well done to James from Port Macquarie, who comes up uh, with the vino this morning. And uh, I'm sure you will enjoy that. Let's, uh, let's take a look at uh, Murray Bridge racing today. So the racing at Murray Bridge meant to be a stinker in South Australia. Sean Hicks telling us it's meant to get to 42 degrees. It's a bit of a later, a later start. Uh, over there and Peter Ellis has done the form good morning to you Pete hello Richard how are you good thank you before we get going on Murray Bridge did you have any thoughts on the race at the Gold Coast today any of these
16: two year olds you thought might be hard to beat um, I thought it was really difficult uh, if mm. I was having a bet I'd be with one bit of the better odds uh, impressive wonder it's hit the line pretty strongly these two runs I like to run the Flemington there back yeah. uh, back on Oaks Day. so uh, what about yourself you're not alone with Empress
5: of Wonder. Oh, look, I'm, I'm a summer-loving fan and probably a bit similar in that she'll get probably get back and hit the line. I, I just just really like her, you know, everything she's done. But I suppose we'll see how the track plays. But both of those girls are at pretty good odds for that race. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not Avoid. against Empress of Wonder one bit.
16: Well, we better be taking a Cornella then, by
5: the sound of it. <laughs> just, justin, you know what happens if we don't. <laughs> so we better do exactly. something. Let's uh, let's get to uh, to Murray Bridge race one, uh, the Magic Millions Classic, fourth of March. Because uh, love in Adelaide, Ealing sale there soon. Uh, three-year-old. Uh, set weights made in here, 1,000 metres. Where number 11, Lady Wairua, is a 330 favourite to Captain Julian at 550. Lucia Maria, tab 15 at 650. And we have Main Bar and Wanjuna Gow. What are you thinking in
16: race one, Pete? It's yeah, a tricky race. I with the favourite. There's uh, quite a few just coming off trials. So Lady Wairua sent the one run back. she got a run down late there at Narancor. Uh, Did have a winning lead. That was 1100 back to. Uh, back to 1,000 suits and has been round at the bridge before when, uh, when runner-up. got Lucia Maria. I've um, had three runs over the winter, and I think back on a dry track here, at trial well there at the bridge. And then I've got Captain uh, Julian, uh, who's also trial well, and uh, so is Main Bar. So just keep an eye on the bidding, but I'm 11, 15, 2 and 7.
5: Race two is a no-metro win, 1,200 metres, number two Danish Fortune, eighty favourite. One hallowed ground four twenty, seven yards to 8.50, so is number eight, just a Gillaroo. But uh, maybe it's Danish Fortune's race to lose a $1.80 favourite. Well,
16: you would think so, it's short enough. But now uh, yeah, the two of the main dangers have been scratched, it makes it much easier. Of course, he's been runner up his past four starts, two of those this time in, so we should be spot on for this. So I've got him on top. Good yard, sick to danger. Um, just bail over the 1400 of the, at Akebank Tirrance, and give it all its other runs is prepping. and his distance range of being good. Um, hello Ground, uh, ex Victorian. It's a little bit disappointing on its uh, South Australian debut, but certainly if it could improve on that. So back to us, run at Mooney Valley a couple of stars ago, it's hard to beat. Grand host. Uh, last couple of runs have been at Port Lincoln, but previous two in SA on uh, the Metro tracks were okay. So, I'm with the two. Two to beat seven, one and four.
5: We go to race three at Murray Bridge this afternoon. Benchmark 78, 2,000 metres. Number one, Call Me Seamus is a $2.50 favourite. Five Lakes Folly seems to race week in, week out at $5. Uh, H D'Amico, number nine at $5. Number three, Retrato is a Six-dollar chance number four, Dr. DD, six fifty for race
16: three. Well, with another favourite, he's certainly knocking on the door. Call me Seamus. He just conceded. rebel is in great form. Six kilos or six and a half kilos the other day. Went second. Morefield, uh, a three-kilo claim is pretty significant. So I've got him on top. Got Retrato the danger at every chance the other day. That was over the twenty-five hundred. I think back to the two thousand where he was second uh, in the Border Town Cup prior to that. Lake's Bolies never far away. He's on a 15-run losing streak been beaten this last 14 but there will be a day and it could be today uh, especially on his home track and Dr Dee Dee won the Bordertown Cup over the two thousand before dropping back to the mile last start which didn't suit 1, 3, 5 and
5: 4 we go on to race four happy 21st birthday jack building good on you jack how they look after you donate a race benchmark 85 and we're 86 i should say thousand meters number six boss lady rocks dollar 85 number two laramie street 290 then out number number eight mr have at 7.50 for race four here's yeah, short
16: enough the albury train boss lady rocks you won two races at uh mini valley in the last. Uh four stars the most recent against the smart and speedy cabs girl so I've got her on top thought Laram Street was a legitimate danger solid effort uh, first up here behind the informast Aston Repover is a winner of the bridge in fact this last victory was at Murray Bridge Mr Haberchap just run down after a really tough run early behind Radio on the parks last night. that was the second run back does drop five kilos and Star Hill um, just been freshened up here can run a race on its best form so I was um I was six two eight and
5: four race five murray bridge is a benchmark 82 over the mile top weight number one hop on harry three dollar thirty favorite number five saskatoon at four dollars four blazero 420 and the map of 550 chancellor crema at six dollars so hop on harry a top weight favorite for race five
16: yeah I'm with Blazero, certainly looking for the 1600s he runs second in the Sandy and guineas so the four runs back probably should have got the money there in the race. Saskatoon won last over the 14. He'll hop on Harry, the obvious danger. His best trip is the 1600. He's very honest and last uh, winner there after being beaten over the 18. The Karima was a dominant win, went out to the 1500 last time. She's a, a mare heading in the right direction. A Saskatoon got a query on her that the trip it is on a hat-trick after those wins are on the park and at the bridge. So I was four to beat, one, seven, and five. Race six, a class
5: 1,000 metres. Number nine, Winning Revolution, is a $2.70 favourite. Seven, Brazano, three twenty. Uh, Blasphemy is at three forty, And number two, two times twice at $6. Big odds the remainder. Winning Revolution, your favourite for race six. I've got
16: David Jolly up with uh, Blasphemy. It's... Uh, so the two runs on dry tracks for a winner of the bridge, that was back uh, in December, that was first up there, and then this last, I uh, just ran into a traffic jam, got sort of bottled back on the fence, I'm happy to overlook that. Two times tries. his first up was uh, was an unlucky um, second at uh back in September, and is a winner at the bridge, so... That's maconelaga Brazzano hit the line hard first up, and it's also one, uh, one that's made, the Murray Bridge. Winning Revolution, ex-Victorian, former Peter Moody runners, had two runs, three runs in SA for, for two placings, thought it was under the odds, but certainly a chance, 3-2, 7-9.
5: We go on to the seventh race at the bridge today. Benchmark 70 at the 1,400 metres. Top of the market, number eight, East India Man, $2.40. And the favourite, number nine, Non Francais, $6.00. Star Espresso, $6.50. And then uh, number 10, Last Girl Love, $8.00. Just chipping away at $8.50 for race seven
16: we going great, going for the new stable East Indian Manor, back-to-back wins there at the park. So back in October, went to Sandown off a break uh, at Hillside there and was very good when, uh, when third had a little bit of work early, so it looks a perfect race. I've got Anne been off since July, but um, she's very talented. she run third, first up over 1200 at the bridge in this last campaign. Jack the lad was a big run, uh, first uh, SA run ex Queenslander behind Saskia Turn and just chipping away. So uh, the three runs back from a, an injury, but they've been okay, so it's ready to really improve. Thought it was a bit of the day. The eighth have been nine, three
5: and four. Race 8, benchmark 68,000 metres, where number 5, Al Heidi is a $4.40 equal favourite with number 10, Saber Metric, and number 3, Silver on Red, 480, Cumin and uh, Quyadi in the mix as well. Bit of an open market for Race 8 here, Pete. You're nice to see uh, a few
16: more... Chance, or winning chances, I suppose. There's been some shorties, Richard. So I'm with silver on red, but certainly at each way odds. So race is really well at the bridge. And last day I went to Mooney Valley in the race, Boss Lady Rocks has odds on earlier. Missed the start and charged home. Probably not, he should have won that. So I'm happy to go each way with him. Now, Heidi sort of lost his way last prep, but back winning uh, first up, beating Miss Baduki who's since won. Sabre Manic can mix his form. Just scraped home the other day. It was certainly a... Uh, a chance in the race in uh, Q80. Ex-Victorian, good at a big prize as his first start for the new stable. I was at the bridge over the 900, so extra trip suits. Three, five, ten and nine
5: ninth race of the day,
16: benchmark 60 over
5: the mile, where number two the Red Kite is a $3.40 favourite, five Exalted Fire, 4. 60, 11 more Sugar, a $6 chance, and number 10 Whiskey and Women, a $7.50 chance for race nine. It's an interesting race right? you've
16: got it, um, back on Boxing Day, uh, the Red Kite beat Exalted Fire, Whiskey and Woman and Seafaring there, number before, and Exalted Fire, just to turn the, the tables, only collar late, uh, at um, a last start, and certainly two kilo better, and some tame time track. So I have to go with the red kite, I was in at Flemington today. It's only the second prep, it was a strong wind first up there over the mile. Whiskey and Women will be hitting the light hard, as she always does, and Seafaring took 18 runs to break its maiden, and that was at the bridge, and it's two runs since have been good, so I was five, two, ten, and twelve. What's the best on the day, Peter? I'm pretty keen on East India, man. Richard, I think race 7, number 8 should win. And uh, a little bit of value on the all-up race 8, number 3, silver on red. Nice work. We will chat again
5: next Saturday. Peter, have a good weekend. Chat soon. Look forward to it, Richard. All the best. Good on you. Peter Ellis there. All the uh, tips for Murray Bridge Racing today. That's Racing HQ Saturday for today. Uh, We are done and dusted. Massive thanks to all of our guests who came on to join us. Uh, Good luck if you're having a bet around the place today. It's it's still drizzling here at the Gold Coast. I don't know what the track rating is. It would have to be... It was a soft six earlier. It has to, I do with an update or is there an upgrade there? I just haven't had a chance. I've sent Nevesha a text. He's just a busy man today. Nevesha hasn't quite come back yet, but you'd imagine we're probably closer to a soft seven than anything else at the moment for, um, for the Gold Coast program. I'll just check uh, Racing Australia, but that's. Um taking a while to update Uh, we'll do it again next Saturday morning at 6.30 start for Racing HQ Saturday, have a great weekend Uh, Simon Harrison's going to jump into the chair next to guide you through the first part of race day Uh, but before that, in case you missed any uh, of this morning's interviews Gerald Ryan, Sterling Alessio have a pretty good hand around the place today so let's again Ray Thomas was with us let's check in with Gerald Ryan and Gerald's thoughts on his runners all around the place today have a great weekend we'll see you next Saturday morning hey good morning Richard good morning, hey, Ray. Uh, how, how are hey, you good. feeling the week yeah busy full
15: time full on but alright
5: yeah
17: yeah good morning Gerald how have you been um, going at the sales and you picked up a few
15: well we got We've bought six and we've got uh, two others who clients to train, so um, eight, that's about the number we get here every year, so yeah, no, it's all right. Good. I like you know, uh, was really, uh, really likely we chase them and they were able to get them, so you no, know, it was good.
17: Uh, fantastic. Gerald, I was just mentioning to Richard earlier, it's remarkable how the racing and breeding industry seems to continually be so robust even with Economic pressures in society sort of causing some issues, but in racing, as Richard put it, it's the own little bubble and it's such a robust industry at the moment. Yeah,
15: it's you know, prize money helps heaps. It might be a little horse, like um, Steph said, you know, after he won last week, he's, he's won over 600,000, I think. So, you know, the prize money is really good and it doesn't take a lot. Uh, went a couple up hundred thousand now with the prize money the way it is and the bonuses and the sale restricted races and all that it's you um, no it's very helpful. Still yeah, hard to really find nice. one fast enough. <laughs> yeah right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
17: not easy, but you had a couple of fast ones up there at the Gold Coast today, Gerald, so we'll start up there where you are at the moment. Deficit was terrific last week, um on the quick back up this afternoon.
15: Yeah, well, he's done really well, Ray. Um, you know, like you say, he was a top ride last week, Gary, fell into the place. He's going to 2,200 metres for the first time, um, question mark. It's going to, it looks to be a genuine run race. Wouldn't like to see the track getting any softer for him, though. You know, he's, mm-hmm. um, um, but uh, he's done terrific during the week. He's bright and well and good in himself, and he's driving in the feed bin and he's bouncing coming off track this morning. So, um you know, if you're going to run 2200 meters, it's today. If he doesn't run it today, he'll never run it, you know. Just nothing, there's a question mark. Is he good enough, you know? You yeah. step up and grade for what he's been running in, but he's only a little fella and dropped from 58 and a half down to 52, so that's going to help somewhat.
17: Mm, Rock-hard fit, in-form, as I said, big drop in weight to the limit, so if he's ever going to run 2200, it'll be today. What about Green Shadows? He's also on the quick back-up. Um, look, had his chance at Rose Hill last week, didn't shirk his task, just beaten by Danish Prince. Um, back to his own age, admittedly, it's a magic means getting, it's not an easy race, but when, when did he arrive on the Gold Coast and all systems go for today?
15: Yeah, well, he done well still. He went home on uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning, and he was good and bouncy and all that. And He travelled up here on Thursday morning. He hasn't missed a beat, but he knew where he was because he stayed here in the winter. Um, and he's done really well. What I think is going to help him today is he's going to get a genuine run race. Like last yeah. week... Just over racing a little bit when he's in behind him and and they, were, they went steady gallop and probably left him a little bit flat footed um, mm-hmm. but he'll appreciate what looks to be a genuine run race and uh, off the gate I think he jumps out of 11 um, uh, off the gate he'll probably be halfway back and you know, he'd be strong at the end. You know, he's you know, 730 metres or something today. You know, some of these horses may not run it, and you do know he'll be strong at the
17: end. Yeah, Jack, there were two good chances in the Magic Man, some lovely chances back on your home track here at Rose Hill. Jill, you start the day in the open of the two year old with General Salute. Two nice trials. He's
15: ready to go to the races. A little two-year-old race. I guess they, they always are in Sydney, aren't they, George? Yeah, no. It's, um, they are, there's no easy two-year-old races anywhere now, mm. um, especially this time of the year. And uh, he's a nice horse. Um, he'll be better later on. He's um, a hard road to brutality. He hasn't got pretty much gate speed, but um, he'll be hitting the line well. He's 1,100 metres of suiting down the ground compared to the 800-metre trolls he's had and um, yeah, no, he's a nice enough horse um, uh, not a precocious running two year old but like I say he'll be strong late
17: exactly another horse will be strong late I really came on cotton fingers in race five love to hear your thoughts I thought he was terrific first up at Warwick Farm is he one of these horses uh, Gerald that was handling the wet tracks but is really appreciating getting back on top of the ground at last
15: I I think so you know, I, mm. I didn't have him a long time last time and um uh, he used was a slow learning, he was a cult, he had other things on his mind. Um, he ran terrific first when he first came back into work. I didn't think going Gelding had done a lot for him until he had his had his first trial and um after that he just became focused, he's going good, he'd run ridden, riding quite last uh, first up was terrific and um he gets a clear run at the top of the straight he wins but um he'll be ready the for sit today and um, mm-hmm. getting to this journey yeah. now second up he's fitting well ready to go and expecting to run very well you
17: know yeah yeah competitive race but i think he's a terrific chance mr mosaic on his best form would be hard to beat in race seven is he at his best gerald
15: i don't think so ray um yeah he's working good he's bright and well um uh, he's just, you know, um, today's uh, crossroads, you know, he yes. has to do something today to uh, warrant going on with him, but he seems bright, he seems well, um, but um, yes. I just don't know where he's going as well as he, 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 okay. he was going, you know. Yeah. Mm. If I could yeah on his best form,
17: he, he would just go out and just run and he'd run time and he'd get horses off the bit. Do you try and do that today? I know a stack of speed in this race, but do you ride him with intent, use his natural asset, his best asset and just see if he can find that best form again?
15: Yeah, we'll be going back to doing that, Ray. Um you. He's mm-hmm. aggressive. Um, mm-hmm. Like you say, he seemed to race well that way. He raced 1,100 metres on firmer ground and... Um, go back, ride him that way, and uh, just see if he can bounce back and find a bit of, bit of his proper form. know. Right? Well,
17: we'll give him something to chase if he does, of course, he can run time on his day, and down to the last, Gerald and Bitcoin baby, did she surprise you first up? It was a really good win. She hit the line hard there at White Farm just before Christmas. She's given her plenty of time to get over it, but she's a mare who's always had ability, so that must give you confidence she's come back in great order.
15: She's come back really well. She's grown, and Strengthened and come back really well. She um, was over racing last preparation and struggling on the wet ground. And we sort of went back to all this time in and put a and bit on her and teach her to settle and teach, teach her to relax. And uh, she'd done that lovely the other day. Um, just staying at 1100 metres, a question mark. But uh, it was a nice race to try and have another. Cracker getting the settle and hitting the line, and um, like you say, she's proven she's up to Saturday grade before. Um, so uh, I can picture her. She's got a bit of luck from the draw, which is awkward. Doesn't look to be brilliant speed in the race, but she can have a bit of luck and get cover while um, she'll find the line strong.
17: Terrific. Yeah, some good chances at race. A couple of great chances at the goal case. Thanks for joining us, Joel. Best of luck today.
18: And all right, thanks, Ray. The sun is shining, the waves
2: are crashing, and hooves are thundering in the southeast. It feels like summer is here, and with it, the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. The carnival's jewel in the crowd. The $11 million Magic Millions Race
14: Day is now the only meeting in Australia to stage $8 million plus races and will close the curtain on an epic summer carnival. The Magic Millions 2 year old classic and the 3 year old Guineas once again take centre stage. It feels like summer again, and Queensland is racing. For all the details, visit
11: queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help.
9: The typical Aussie way of cooking meat is if it looks cooked, it probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about bringing the right amount of heat, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. And the easiest way to check that meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, just head to the Food Safety website. That's foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council.
3: Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options, Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota. Good morning,
4: Simon Harrison with you. Right time, half past 11. Let's get to Terry Bailey for the call of race three at Flemington. Very open affair. Fighting Arrow is the $5 favourite. The green Prince Ziggy moving in. Bundle of fun out of the gate. So Princess Rainies. She looked
14: disappointing last time out, but she's got right down in the weights today. I think that's a bit of a help for her. And gee, the market's been strong with a 257 and a half with her today. She looked very disappointing on face value last start. Now, here's Beretta, who probably should have won last time out when held up back to the fence. He's moving in. Princess Rainey's and Gone West. There's $101. He's probably a bit better horse than that. Blushing Tycoon stands well. The last pair move in, and they're set for the third. Starter's up. Open race. They're off. Pacino not flash away near the inside. Commando Drift never again away very quickly. Beretta confrontational handy. Prince Ziggy comes across from Dublin Journal. A link further back blushing tycoon. Gone west the grey very wide out trekking forward from Bundle of Fun. Pacino after that slow getaway is well back in the field. They were being followed by Fighting Arrow uniquely three wide and Princess Rainey's is last on the fence. At the 1500 metres mark and Commando Drift in charge of Prince Ziggy by a length. Dublin Journal straight up to be third on the fence never again and Beretta's getting a gun run he's three quarters back fifth two lengths away gone west blushing tycoon the centre confrontational on the rail a length and a half bundle of fun they were followed by Pacino he's back in an awkward spot uniquely he's always been deep fighting arrows a long way off them and so too Princess Rainey's past the 1200 commando drift getting a good lead here a half in front of Prince Ziggy two to Dublin Journal a length and a half away on the fence never again and outside of him Beretta gone west has always been very deep out from blushing tycoon confrontational defence, bundle of fun outside Pacino. Then came uniquely Fighting Arrow and Princess Rainy's needing a lot of luck from there. They raced their way up to the 800 metres mark, commando drift, held back to the field a neck in front of Prince Ziggy. Dublin journal out three wide, never agains had a good run, gone west going around Beretta. Confrontational travelling well, needing room from making ground blushing tycoon, Pacino the fence. They were followed by Bundle of Fun, well back in the field, Fighting Arrow but starting to move from Princess Rainies and uniquely homeward bound at the 500 metres mark Commando Drift slapped up in front on the outside going after it pretty quickly is Beretta but the leader is kicked a length and a half in front from Dublin Jill. further back in the field bundle of fun confrontational needs a run so too Princess Rainies Commando Drift in front down by the 200 from Prince Ziggy never again Princess Rainies getting out bundle of fun running on Commando Drift in front Princess Rainies gee this has been a good ride by Carlene Heffel draws a Alongside takes the lead, and that's a stunning performance to win from the back. Second goes to kicking on Commando Drift, Fighting Arrow, and Gone West in photos. Third and fourth, and then Pacino. No luck from Prince Ziggy. Bundle of Fun, Confrontational, Well Back, Dublin Journal. They were followed well off them in the field. Then would have been uh, Blushing Tycoon,
4: uniquely, and Beretta about fourth last. That has been a tremendous ride. So nine Princess Rainies. Now that was written by jockey Carleen Heffel there for Peter Moody. And it's returned $9.10 and $3.20, 17 Commando Drift second at $2.90, and third is tight, 8 Fighting Arrow $2, or foregone West $16.60 for the place. Commando
14: Drift well rated in front, gave a good kick, and third prize in the race will go to Fighting Arrow. Got a long way back. He came wide. He was with the winner. The winner came through the fence. Gone west a big improved run, three deep the trip from Bundle of Fun, Pacino, Prince Ziggy behind those. No luck for Pacino, but caroline Heffel's been riding very well, and obviously Peter Moody having a big hand in that. He's a great coach of riders, and she just rode that horse stone cold dead back at the tail of the field and rode for luck from the alley, and the Ifraj mare got the luck and has been too good for them, just getting down a little bit in the weight as well. Commando Drifters has run second. The Lady Riders running first and second. Celine Gaudre, with no weight on her back, gave the Mayor every chance for Pat Kerry. And third to Fighting Arrow for Blake Shin, coming from a, a long way back in the field for Chris Calthorpe. And fourth prize going to Forgone West, who's run a much-improved race today. Nine, 17, eight and four. A length three quarters, Two zero four. 204.42
4: two four four and they went two zero four eleven in the previous. So nine princess Rainey's paid nine ten and three twenty, 17 Commando drift at two ninety eight Fighting Arrow two dollars and fourth was Fork West Quinella thirty five forty exact the seventy four ten the trifecta four hundred and twenty dollars first for eighteen thousand and twenty dollars and the one nine running double paid twenty dollars first four jackpot of just over four and a half thousand. Now, now, as far as uh, our best bets and movers, etc., go, we're going to get best bets from the gold case with our caller, Josh Fleming, in 15 minutes. So be aware of that. They're coming up at 10 to 12. Best bets for Murray Bridge at five minutes to midday. 10 past 12, we'll have the Rose Hill tab movers with Nicole Thomas. The Flemington tab movers for... The remainder of that Flemington card. Of course, we're already three races in. We'll broadcast those at twenty past twelve, and the all-important tab movers for Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast. We'll have with Nicole at around half past twelve. So just be aware of that. But our next uh, our next segment will be Josh with the best bets. His best bets for the Gold Coast at ten to twelve, so fifteen minutes from now. So let's keep it in theme with what's going on uh, the Gold Coast this afternoon, and the Magic Millions Two Year Old Classic is a tremendous race year in year out. And this year, as we normally do, we've got a strong representation from the Snowden's. We heard from Peter Snowden this morning.
5: Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. You've left uh, you've left, you've left Paul and, and Will in charge of the buying up here. I say. What's happening? Yes.
19: It- there's been some nervous moments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you heading up today, Pete? No, mate, I'll stay here. I'll stay, I'll stay in up here and Paul and Colin are up there, so they're in good hands. Yeah, OK. And, and you're happy with the
17: purchases that Paul and the, the team have got so far this week at the Magic Men South?
15: Yeah,
19: yeah, we've, we've got some nice horses there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we missed out on a couple others, but it's a pretty strong market. I'm happy with what we have. Yeah, Paul, the, the team
17: always uh, competitive on Magic Millions Day, even more so than most years this year. Terrific team, and congratulations on getting three into the Magic Means 2 two-year-old race, Empire of Japan, Sovereign Fund, Godfather. The, the barrier draw wasn't overly kind to all three, but h- how do you rate their chances, Pete?
19: they pretty even race, Ray. I, I think that's mm. really a, yeah, it's a very even race, so uh, the draw was crucial. with Mr. the board there, uh, but look, it's thought it's worth They're in really good order. Uh, they've had good preps uh, and uh, more than happy with how they've been going and that they've gone up in there in, in really good order. So that's, that's going to send them a good set, I feel.
17: Okay, Empire Japan's been at the top of the betting or thereabouts right the way through since that breeder's plate. When, and I refer to that race, Pete, because that was a high-pressure race and he unleashed a tremendous finishing burst that day. I think... There were excuses for him at Randwick last start with tempo, etc. But he'll have a race run at that frenetic tempo. The Breeders' Place here at the Magic Means. that that'll suit him, Pete.
19: You think so, Ray? We think absolutely. Mm. Yes, in the other day, but there is to be a fast race here for sure. If you want a middle the gate, it should be able to get into it somewhere there three, four pairs back. But uh, if you get unlucky, he did here today that he won it, he should have a good chance here today.
16: Exactly.
17: What does Jamie Carr do with? Sovereign
19: fund. His form's been terrific. He looks a natural two year old, but that barrier's going to make things tough. Yeah, look, well, he's probably going to go forward. He meant, he meant, they've got no choice, I think. Um, they're both on speed horses to try and drag him back, even though they're running quickly, where do you fit in? So it's, anyhow, we've got two good riders, on. they're going to have to sort that out for themselves, but they are lucky they've got a bit of pace, they could go forward and probably be in a hand spot. Yeah, three terrific chances, all the best with them. Russian Conquest, she
17: ran a terrific race running second in the Magic Means two-year-old classic last year. She's back today Pete, she's in the Magic Means Skinnies. her first up run, no one missed it
19: with even luck in running she'll go close? I think so yeah, she deserves it, mm. she's very very genuine um, yeah. bit of rain last night, probably only thing worries her a wee bit she's definitely not as good on, on soft ground she's on firm ground, but Hopefully a good uh, warm day out there today. The track drives her a bit better for six. And if you get to four or five, that'll be fine for her. But she's going great. First to oh, run. Seven right. feel as a deal. Got a nice tour to get the right sort of run. Uh, she's getting her run well. Yeah,
17: Sky yeah. Thoroughbred, central viewers are just watching a replay of Russian Conquest. Just missing first up. It was a, a blinder. And with even lucky running, she'll be in the finish. King of Sparta was fantastic first up. He won the Guineas for you last year. He goes into the Magic Man snippets back to 1,200 today, but he's just so sharp at the moment, Pete, and he's running times.
19: Yeah, it's, it's, when we thought about the Gold Coast, we thought the 7th on the race in the 1,200, they've been so much sharper this time than last mm. time in. Uh, that was, I think what thing for that run the other day at uh, the and so it was a was no-brainer to run that in this race uh, today, but he. he going great. He's going very, very well. He's had a good rider on him. Drawn out, but there's, there's good speed there. just a matter of finding a, a backside to, to follow, getting to switch off. And uh, I think he's done well enough to run really well. He's got such a tremendous finishing
17: burst, uh, that horse, in great form. Rangers gets Tommy Berry for Magic Means for Syndicate. Um, horse and rider have a great record. Can they overcome Gate 14?
19: I hope so. <laughs> tough one there, but look, he, he can go forward. Um, and he's better than we've ridden forward. So Tommy knows him really well, so uh, we're going to have to leave it up to top to execute the plan, but the horse is in good order. he runs further, solid, and a uh, very good runner. He's and a very fast time. He's set of that there. But he tells me he's on track. And, uh, mm. he's on track. Mm. Exactly. You won the Magic
17: Means with Capitalist back in 2015, top of my head, and he bolted him. You've got a son of Capitalist getting making his to-do in the 900m two-year-old and certainly on his barrier trial win recently. He looks a lovely colt and he's drawn the right gate.
19: Yes, yeah, it's, it's a funny race this one. It's um, Brandon's only just, It's been first starters and a lot of them only have trial, so it's very inexperienced so um, whoever's the most professional probably gets the best chance but uh, we need to step well. We've got a good gate to be there. And up to this point, he's been very professional. But he'll need to be at his very best there today to execute because it's uh, 900 no metres it at the Gold Coast. They're not going to much carry. and Kick, you in trouble. So hopefully uh, things work out for him. But he's a nice horse. He's a progressive horse. And the last month, he's really come on a lot. So uh, uh, even if he's in the door today, I think we've got a nice horse going for him later on. <laughs> well, we're back home at Rose Hill
17: on the two-year-old theme, Pete, you've got two runners in the opener, Figment and Queen of Dragons. Queen of Dragons looked great in that recent trial against Empire of Japan, and, and Figment's shown up um have a bit of ability in both his trials as well.
19: Yeah, nice horse, uh, nice horse, both of them. Um, um, Paris, uh, Queen of Dragons, she's as you knows sister of Paris the she's very similar mm. to her. Three back, she's got a great turn of foot Good style of filly um, A little bit awkward, but it looks at good speed The race will probably rip right just off the speed And uh, Siegmund's just best With good ability, she's, she's quick She'll put herself in the first two or three And she'll get to run the race and she'll give herself a chance from there You see
17: runs In the vein colours, Pete
19: Yeah, it's uh, Will Johnson bought her yeah. in Privately, but um, no, She's a well-related filly and the only, Not very big, but she's tough and, uh, no, mm.
15: It's
19: a great, great family, so uh, there's no reason why she can't train on and be a above-average horse. Exactly. Speaking of above-average
17: horses, I, you, you must be encouraged by what Touristic has shown these two Australian starts. The stable's having a bit of luck with these imports. He's progressing the right way. Today, Rose Hill, 2,000 metres third up. He, he makes a lot of appeal today, Pete. Right.
19: Yeah, should see him, right? It's just... Mm-hmm. He's, he's been very, very good. I was a little disappointed with his run the other day but he got too far back. He didn't get it the save himself. He actually fit a bit better than him, that good draw. He can take up a midfield spot and have a bit better chance because he is going particularly well and I'll be disappointed he doesn't run a good race today because he, all the signs of are very good. And always a bit of emotion
17: and sentiment whenever falls, and Nini runs. Of course, it brings back memories of, of Nini Biscotto. So, we're all giving Fours and Nene a bit of a cheer, and she has performed previously first up. How is she going into today's race, the last at Rose Hill?
19: Yeah, she's very fresh at the moment, and um, the draw is going to help her because she just doesn't get any coverage. She tends to race Friday. If that's the draw today, if she gets it. And the more she settles, the better she's going to go, but she's another one that's going to take improvement from the run. And uh, we're certainly eyeing up some nice stakes races coming up at the next two so hopefully we can get a tick one of those boxes at racing because she's very genuine when she's on mm. soft, she's a good filly so one need to run to get her to a peak fitness but uh, she's still there to run well today.
17: Terrific. <laughs> hey Pete, really appreciate you joining us on a big morning of racing here coming up later on today. Best luck of the Gold Coast and we'll see you at race Hill Pete.
4: Will do, mate. Thanks very much. Cheers. So that was Peter Stapled. Uh, Peter Snowden, I should say, a little uh, earlier on. Now having a look at the Snowden runners in the two-year-old classic. Sovereign Fund is currently at $6. Empire of Japan is the favourite at $4.80. And Godfather out to... Forty-one dollars. Still five minutes away from Josh Fleming, our caller from the Gold Coast, and he's going to give us best bets. So we might even take in another interview now and have a listen to uh, Daniel Sieb, who was on a little earlier. Good morning, boys.
8: How
5: are you? Good, thanks. Have you been on the coast looking for a horse or two? Oh, I have been. I
8: have been. How are you travelling? Yeah, good, good. Picked up a, a
5: couple. Uh, I joined her cult a few days ago.
8: Um, A yes, 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 silly in uh, conjunction with Champion thoroughbred and a brutal silly. Nice
5: work. Nice work. Uh,
17: Congratulations, Danielle. You mentioned Champion Thoroughbreds. Is there other stable clients who have come on board who have helped you go about purchasing these healings in the last week? Yeah, we've had terrific
8: um, support from our clients. couple of young young fellows from Wollongong that are starting out and Jared and Ben from Triple J Racing have supported us as well with the um, Garganto Colt which is great and um, current current stable clients they always like to get involved.
17: Mm. Well it's not surprising Daniel because the stable is going it's having a fantastic season and one of the, the flag bearers so to speak is King of Spades and he finally broke through for a deserved highway when he was second in three successive highways. He gave him a little freshen up going into Ramac on New Year's Eve and, gee, it was tough that day. He was under all sorts at the top of the straight, Daniel, but found a way to win. Yeah,
8: it was a very, um, a very tough win. Um, he came back in very good order. We only gave him a, a short little, short little freshen up and he does thrive off that. Um, he, he's a horse that's pretty versatile. Um, as his record says, you know, he can be effective on, on good through the heavy and, and 1400 first up fresh, um, and then stretched out last press and went down a a whisker in an eighteen hundred metre highway. So mm-hmm. he's a nice versatile horse and I think just consistent racing and you know, you know, big pressure fields like the highway he's just really brought him on, he he's a pass on more genuine race
17: or you know that he's used there now. Yeah, he certainly showed that at Ranwick last start. Up to fifteen hundred a day, that's no issue for him. Again a, a slightly awkward draw. He'll come out of gate nine with the scratchings at the moment, but he, he overcame uh, barrier ten at Ranwick. What do you say to young Dylan Gibbons this afternoon, if anything, Daniel, about where to where to position King of Spades early?
8: Yeah, I think um, it is a similar draw to last fortnight, um, don't really need to give the riders too in many instructions, I don't, I don't believe. Um, mm-hmm. the horse always jumps fairly well and, um, shows a bit of, bit of early speed, it's quite, um, an easy horse to ride really, it doesn't, doesn't get travelling too hard, so you can, you know, use a little bit of aggression and get into settling first for um, yes. usually speaking, and, uh, would like to think that maybe we could we could be uh, first four one out one back like last week for a while we were anyway that would be that would be great he's obviously mm. a that appreciates that little bit more room and he keeps coming in the straight so um, you know he's obviously not going to get hemmed up on on the fence which we I think is the position we don't want to be on him it'll we'll certainly no no harder than what he faced a fortnight ago so as long as and to get
17: across somewhere, somewhere there and sort of go past, he's right in it. Yeah, he certainly will be such a, a set of genuine horse. Your other runner today is in race five, that's Blood River. He comes out of the same highway and he led for a long way, or outside leader for a long way. The other horse with him dropped out of the contest. Blood River stuck on really well, Daniel, finished fourth, only beaten about a length and a half. Um... This is a tough race he's in this afternoon, but uh, how has he trained on since that Randwick run?
8: Yeah, he's certainly um, exceeded expectations He's a horse that found good form since he joined the stable and continued Mm. to um, to take that next step every run. Um, He he was arguably the best run of the race, I thought, in the highway a fortnight ago. did all the donkey work up front from the wide gate and, and stuck on very solid so um he's you know a little bit out of his depth today being in a benchmark race um speed map he did it a little bit kind um from the whitish draws i said he just come across his nose and and made just sit behind the speed today um he he took it a good sight i'm sure he was a little bit mm-hmm. at, at the top of the straight whether he, he measures up against Benchmark company is, is the question.
17: I, I dare say, you are looking at a highway again with him down the track soon?
8: Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's always mm. hard to, to program with the highways, um, particularly, you know, he's only a fast three horse and I don't believe he runs the 1,500. Um, so, you know, you want to try to keep them in that system if, if they're good yeah. enough to run, you know, top five all the time. It's, it's a great five money the owners really enjoy the day out and um it's, it's you know, it's, it's the way to do it I think. You keep them keep them um running in as many highways as you can if they're going to be consistent performers and, and eventually they you know, they knock across the coffee off.
17: prize money for Saturday Highways, it's hard to knock, isn't it, Danielle? Um, Thanks for joining us this morning. Best of luck today. Did you stay at the Gold Coast or you're back for Rose Hill this afternoon? No, I'm still
8: still up north. um, staff handling the horses today, which is is lovely. And um, enjoy a little bit more of the good weather before we head back next week. Is (laughs)
5: is, is Is there a winner, Danielle, there at Wagga on Tuesday? I know we're worrying about today, but... Uh, do This All Day in Amarance. A couple of runners at Wagga early next week for some uh, some listeners that might want to be interested.
8: Yeah, yeah, Do This All Day. He ran, um, he's in a, a non cutter cup uh, last start. He's just, he's just struggling on the side of track. Um, this is on in a large track at, at Wagga back out in district. Certainly um, all possible for him. He's just been a, a good effort. And Amarance is, is obviously... Um, and there was a, a bit of ability. Um over 1300 country class one, so
5: she looked be placed very nicely and, and be hard to beat yet again. Okay, good on you Danielle, great to shake. Good luck today and also next week.
4: Okay, that was uh, trainer Daniel Siebe a little earlier on Sky Sports Radio. It's nine minutes to midday and joining me from the Gold Coast now, our race caller, Josh Fleming, for a massive afternoon for Magic Millions Day 2023. Josh, good morning to you. Okay, we'll see if we can get Josh up in just a moment. Hang on, Josh, I'll try this line. Josh, good morning to you. Simon, good yeah. morning to you. Good morning, everyone. the phone lines round the wrong way on the, the panel here, but that's all right. We've We've uh, we've got it uh, up and running now. First of all, Josh, how's the weather looking?
0: Um, it has improved a little bit, Simon. Uh, we had some rain about uh, half an hour or, or so ago. It's just some uh, showers that are wafting in off the coast, and um, they're sort of coming and going at the moment. It's cleared up for now, but I won't be surprised if we do get some showers on and off during the day. Uh, The latest on the track is it has been downgraded to a soft seven and there's a heavier patch in the home straight. It's a heavy nine in the home straight for, th- for about 50 metres, from the 350 metre marker to the 300. So, a heavy nine uh, for about that 50 metre patch in the home straight, but the remainder of the track uh, is a soft seven. So, normally here, uh, the wetter the track is, the more you want to get off the inside rails. So, um, if you've had something drawn out, don't be worried.
4: Okay. I think a couple of years ago, it was pretty wet when Life Less Ordinary won the Hollandale Stakes, For memory. They were sort of... Yeah, It was certainly no disadvantage that day to be sitting five and six wide and coming on down the outside. So we'll just no. ha- have to see how the uh, how the track holds up today. The first couple of races will be fascinating. What uh, what have you made uh, your best bets on the program, Josh? Uh, so I'm in race number four, one of our new races, the
0: Syndicate. Um, I think both uh, Scalopini and Eleven Eleven are very very well in a wait for rainier conditions. Um, I'll go with Scalopini though. Know, his fresh record very good. He's won here at the Gold Coast before. He loves a soft track um he's uh Uh, He hasn't won on the heavy. He's only had one go on on the heavy for nothing. But if it remains in that soft range, it'll be ideal for him. had a wonderful campaign down in Melbourne, and uh, we know the talent that he's got. He's earned nearly a million dollars in prize money. So um, I just think at the weights, his uh, fresh record is going to be mighty hard to beat. And if it stays in that soft range, it's a little bit more confident as well uh, with him. Scalopini rose for number two. And um, a little bit uh, later on uh, during the day, uh, Simon, I'm I'm warming to Russian conquest in the three-year-old. Um, rose eight number 14. I suppose the uh, uh, the question mark in with her will be if the track does get into that heavy rain. She's one for one soft. So while it remains soft, I haven't got too many issues there with her. But if we enter into the heavy, the confidence might get a little bit dented there. But um, uh, it was a lovely run. First up in the Gosford Guinea. She really closed off well there late uh, behind Andavinci. Vinci. Uh, up to 1,400 metres will be ideal. She ran well in the, in the two-year-old race last year. So uh, she handles the gold codes and Jonathan uh, Jones McDonald's the ride, a ride and bit of confidence coming out of the camp there as well. Just hopefully it remains in that soft range for her in the three year old runner state number fourteen. So that's the way we'll go for now, Simon. That race four number two. British number 14, but um, our wires will be firmly uh, watching the skies here just to see how the afternoon progresses. Uh, with, with the weather and obviously eyes on the track as well to see how that plays uh, throughout the afternoon, morning and afternoon as well.
4: I'm trying to remember if I've ever seen a wet Magic Millions card. I'm not, not sure I have unless one's escaped my memory, but normally it's beaming with sunshine. It's a good mm. thing. There's, there's one that I can recall. I was practice calling one year in a
0: spare broadcast box, and I got quite wet the year that Lovely Jubbly won the three-year-old. Oh, that was
4: 2002, um, wasn't it? That was a long time yeah, ago so yeah. Going back a wee while now,
0: but, um, look, it's the eighth one that I've called today, and it's it's only been clear and uh, and sunny conditions are the ones that I've done. So... Uh, yeah, it's a little bit um, foreign, I suppose, to be on a rain-affected track uh, for, for Millions Day, but um, yeah, hopefully it will uh, just remain the way that it is at the moment. A little bit of humidity in the air, of course, but um, if we just keep that soft seven range, it won't be too bad. But obviously, big fills, they will get into that track a bit, and uh, then it'll be getting away from the inside rail as the, as the afternoon progresses.
4: Right, uh, Josh. So you've got to stand at around three quarters for now to get organised for the first. I'd better let you get to it. Thanks for your time and good calling this afternoon. Yeah, same Tom. Simon. Have a great day, mate. Josh Fleming there. So the first at the Gold Coast to go our time at 12.40. Uh, track, as Josh mentioned, currently a soft seven. In just a moment, Brett Davis is going to join me and we're going to take a look at a couple of uh, best bets for the South Australian program at Murray Bridge. With the forecast warm temperatures, uh, particularly for the, the centre of the country and Melbourne, obviously, at Flemington, we've had the early start there, race one, 10, 30. Uh With Adelaide today, Murray Bridge in South Australia, they are having their first at 3.52 Eastern Daylight Savings Time. So our time 8 minutes to 4 and the last of 9 to go at half past 8 uh, this evening. So we'll take a quick break and then Brett Davis on the line.
1: Tab has racing offers on tap this Magic Millions Day. <laughs> On Race 1 at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a Fixed Odds Win Bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Magic Millions Day with Tab. For Racing on Tap, download the Tab app.
0: Excludes WA residents. First online Fixed Odds Win Bet only. Tees and season website. Gamper responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858.
11: The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale, January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival Stars Koolangatta, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret, and Hong Kong Champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au. At the Gates Flemington for four
4: Spirit Ridge is the $3.20 favourite with about two minutes to bet. Brett Davis joins me now. He's calling the Murray Ridge program later today. Brett, good morning to you.
18: Good morning, Simon. Good morning, everybody. Yes, twilight meeting today here with the heat, Um, and they're expecting a southerly change around about 2.33 o'clock, so that's why we're starting at 3.20 SA time and finishing around the 8 o'clock mark, so a real twilight meeting to say the least. Best bets for me, Simon, race six, number three, Blaspheme. He's a horse I've been following. I like the way he won here at Murray Bridge a couple of starts ago. Tougher race, but he's got a decent enough engine, and I think he can go pretty close to winning. Race six, number three, Blaspheme. Race eight, number nine, Tiardi is the other best bet of the day. This is a tough race, but you're getting about $7 at the moment with tab fixed. Each way's the go. This horse actually ran... Uh, just under five lengths behind Animo at his debut performance, and then had some form around Pelele thereafter. That was as a two year old. He's had some issues along the way, but Michael Hickmont's got his mind out, and that was very evident in his first up performance where he probably should have won. So I'm going race six, number three, Blaspheme, race eight, number nine, Kiyadi for Murray Bridge later this afternoon, slash this evening.
4: Good stuff. Thanks very much, Brett. And uh, before we go, you and I have been talking off here in recent weeks about Chris Biggs mare that's up at the Gold Coast for the Magic Millions, Phillies and Mare's race today. Of course, I'm speaking of Diamonds, uh, and she's been trialling pretty well, I believe, in Adelaide.
18: She has, yeah. She, um, she's obviously going really well, Simon. She's won her last two feature races here. She had a track gallop about 10 days ago um, at Moorfordville, and uh, she ran to the line, easily working over stars on Gary in that track gallop. Ears were pricked. She's, she's going the best she's ever gone. Um, the owner's actually really supporting Chris Beag a lot. They've got a couple of nice young two-year-olds going around too that have been seen in jump outs. So those colours, you can follow them confidently here in South Australia. And hopefully the barrier's not an awkward situation for her today. I don't think it'll be too bad because she does generally get back and she can leave her best race Uh, to the last sort of 200 metres. That's where she's at her best, her biggest attribute is that turn of acceleration. So if they're making ground and they can come into the race from the back today at the Gold Coast, which hopefully is the case, then I think she's a great chance at a nice each-way price.
4: She is good value there at $14 and $4 for the place. Good stuff. Thanks very much, Brett. You have a good day. Likewise, Simon, cheers for that. Brett Davis there. We better get to Terry Bailey because they're pretty close at Flemington. Now this uh this is the fourth race, but up to race four already, and Spirit Ridge has been three twenty in from three thirty. Swords drawn's four to four dollars twenty. And they're all set. Valet Sir Patrick Hogan, named after one of the icons
14: of the sport. They're off, and Spirit Ridge went straight to the front when the gates opened. El Gladiador began very quickly, and not far away, settling into third position as they get going, is one of the favourite swords drawn. He's much closer in the slowly run race today, and on the fence behind them is Rubner. A length away, C. Marie, they were followed by Stars of Caram, Adelaide Aces last of all. El Gladiador strides to the front. He was happy to give up their Blake Shin on Spirit Ridge. They're really Hacking and the leaders are length and a half in front of Spirit Ridge Rubner and Swords Drawn in a good spot. They were being followed by C. Marie, Stars of Carom, Adelaide Ace's last of all. Heading past the top of the track, and they start their descend down the side. The leader just bowling along El Gladiador by two lengths, Spirit Ridge. Shin has a peek around to see where Swords Drawn is. He's behind him in fourth, and splitting the pair is Rubner. On the fence is C. Marie. They were followed by Stars of Carom, Adelaide Ace's last. As they come down the side of the track and head up towards the 900 metres mark. The leader is El Gladiador in his own little world at the moment. He's two lengths on Spirit Ridge every chance. A length away, Rubner. Swords drawn. Oliver wants to get closer to Shin on the second or third favourite. Two lengths away, C. Marie, Stars of Caram, and Adelaide Aces last of all as they near the 650. Front runner coming towards the bend is El Gladiador by a length. Moving a little bit closer, Spirit Ridge and then further back is Rubner on the fence. Swords drawn being hurried along. Long trying to keep the back of the favourite. Coming wide stars of Caram. Well back C. Marie. And at the Taylors, Adelaide Ace. L Gladiador, the front runner. Spirit Ridge has got him. Swords drawn after Spirits Ridge. Behind those trying to get a run. Rubner from C. Marie and then Stars of Carom. Spirit Ridge in front. Swords drawn three quarters back. Running on Rubner behind those. Spirit Ridge in front. Oliver now starts to pump along on the outside with swords drawn. Going for the inside run, however, and fighting hard as Spirit Ridge still in front, Swords Drawn, can't get Spirit Ridge and Spirit Ridge wins by three quarters, Swords Drawn. G third's tight, C-Marie or Stars of Karen from
4: Rubner El Gladiador and Adelaide Ace last in. So Spirit Ridge will win this, the favourite there. That was Blake Shin for Annabelle Neesham, uh, the new trainer of Spirit Ridge. It's returned $3.30 and $2.00, three Swords Drawn two dollars 3rd a tidy six or seven. So number six was C-Marie at two fifty. In fact, there'll be no third dividend. Only seven runners there, so six or seven for third. Roderick Clip, particularly early, has been a little bit too good for them. Number two first,
14: Annabelle Neesham, well placed in the race. His first win for quite some time, but the weakest race he had been in. Stars of Karen will get up and run third in front of C. Marie and Rubner in a race where they seem to amble along and then really dash home. Swords drawn. Probably not the race the way it was run to suit him, but he's really airborne that horse this prep and Stars of Karen battling on from the back with C. Marie Rubner looked a little hope of getting into the, the fringe money down by the 300 but he's whacked away Adelaide ace never really a chance 2-3-7-6 2-3-7-6 They've done the best of the uh, races over this trip, too. They've run 2.0307. That would be a record, surely, or very close to it if they had a class record for the running under these conditions. 2.03.07. It's 2.37 and 6. Winning rider is uh, Blake Shin. On Spirit Ridge, proving...
4: two. So, two Spirit Ridge paid $3.30 and $2.00, three Swords drawn two thirty. dollars no third seven Stars of Carrum, fourth was 6C Marie, the Quinella five seventy. dollars 70 670 Trifecta $80.20, moved for $282.00, nine two double $30.90. At 10 past 12, so six minutes from now, Nicole Thomas from the tab will join me for the Rose Hill Movers. But in the meantime, let's hear from trainer Greg Hickman, who's back on the Gold Coast this afternoon with 11.11.
5: It is. Uh, let's talk to a man who's going to be busy in a couple of places today, and that's Greg Hickman. G'day, Greg. Good morning, Richard. Ray. How's, Hi, Greg. Um, how's the week been treating you? I heard your name called out for a yearling. What, how, many, how many have you come away with so far?
20: No, we just bought uh, two on the first day, a shameless reward Colt and a spirit of boom. Okay. Hey,
17: good morning, Greg. You couldn't get a peer rider?
20: two deer, Ray. I went to 500 <laughs> for one and they, they put their hand up again and I said, well, 600's starting at the wrong end of the scale. <laughs> yeah, a little well, way back was... from there, Greg. <laughs> yeah, for sure, but no, they've been pleasing. There's some really nice um, paradas there and uh, geez, mm-hmm. I hope they come out and win a slipper or something.
17: Oh, he's going to be a great scene, I think. You did a fantastic job with him and won the magic things, I think it was 2018, Greg, and you're back again with a horse who Perennially comes to the Gold Coast and races tremendously well. I'm talking about 11-11. He lines up in the Magic Millions, the syndicate today. If he wins, becomes the first horse to win at four successive Magic Millions carnivals. He's been terrific for the stable, Greg.
20: No, he certainly has, Ray. I mean you've got to have that in a small sale where you have one your best one of the best horses leaving and, and you need someone to fill his um, place and he's done that mm-hmm. very well And it's not so much the money um, today, it's about time to get the, the four ones in the road which, you know what I mean, another 11-11 yeah.
17: yeah, and you saw him Barry 11 today too
20: Yeah, yeah no, <coughs> it won't leave
17: us, will it? <laughs> so, what about this year, Greg um, look at the form, you a question mark against him. He, he's had three unplaced runs. He did lose his rider at the Hunter when he looked like he was in a spot of bother, but has come throughout OK. His run in the is sharp was, I think, a pass, Mark, but his recent trial just before New Year, I think he must have been encouraged by that heading towards today's race.
20: Yeah, Ray, right. I mean, it's been a different preparation, this preparation, um, but he carried 62 kilos the other day and he's only got beaten... Three lengths, and his work at work Sunday morning before he came up was just extraordinary. It was as good as probably he's ever worked. Mm. Um, So we've done all the work at home. He's up here the the bin. He's licked the bin clean every uh, meal that he's had, and he's uh, probably could have worked him a bit harder this morning. Came back full of beans. Well,
17: that means the horse is thriving. You've picked up James McDonald as well, and. Do you give a jockey like James McDonald any instructions or just say, go and do your thing today on
20: 11-11? <coughs> oh, we we'll would just do what we normally do, talk and go in. He's a man on board and you, know, I mean, you can tell jockey's whatever you like and sometimes it doesn't even happen, does it? So he's <laughs> he's, uh, he's one of the best jockeys around and uh, I'm sure he'll uh, steer him very well.
17: Well, best of luck for 11-11. And back home at Rose Hill, Travest, Resumes in race four. Brody Nixon made him a, a horse to follow from the trials with Richard a little early, and I've got to say, Greg, he is trialling up a storm, Trev. You
20: know, it's come back pretty good this time. In he? he had a few little feed issues last time, and uh, that's why he likes the track. You know, I mean, nothing we could sort of say that's what was wrong, but he does like the sting out of ground. His work. Work's been uh, up to scratch. I mean, he's a type of horse you can't work real hard because there's, uh, there's not a lot of him. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he looks like a tall giraffe, as some of the yes. Travis stocks do. But uh, I'm pretty happy with him going in today. Tyler riding very well, and he just needs a bit of luck at Roseville.
17: He's an interesting horse. You were telling me he's not a horse who, who puts on or carries a lot of conditions. So. And you just mentioned you can't do a lot with him on the track. So is he a hard horse to get a handle on? By that I mean, Greg, are you happy with him going into his first up run this afternoon?
20: Yeah, I am, Ray. Yeah, I mean, he looks how he looks. Yeah, man, I mean, i have just been how I would like him to look. But uh, look, he's a fit horse. As just said, he tried well, and you know what I mean, can't, I can't get a hundred percent guide on him. His work because we just go through just a nice, easy work about. Running him up a throw and yeah. he's having a real good time this morning. We just let him do his normal, normal thing and uh, go to the
18: races like that. Mm. Uh,
17: Richard, it's not often you can say in a Sydney Saturday race that the rank outsider of a particular race is a live winning champ. That's the case with Travest today.
5: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it would have to be some kind of a hope. Greg, we uh, we look towards Kembla Grange today. Um, race two, Private Detective and Mr Cheeky. Will both be running there?
20: They'll be both running, Rich. Um, Private Detective comes off a, a win at Goulburn where he's won two or three of those. He's pleased this time in. This is not a, a give me race, but uh, the horse did very, very well. Mr Cheeky a little bit disappointed the other day. We put a tank tie on him today. He's another horse you can't do a lot with, but he could could sneak a place.
5: Very good. Good to chat, Greg, on race morning. Uh, One thing we do know, when 11.11 turns up on the Gold Coast on this day, (laughs) he must get off the float, Greg, and look around and say, oh, here we go again. It's my day.
20: (laughs) Well, it's nice. You know, men might be able to buy might be able to find a little bit more money to buy one. You'll be right. They're
5: cheapest tonight, they reckon. They're cheaper after the, after the race day.
20: They look better after the race. I'll give
5: it a <laughs> drink. <laughs> Just do be one of those people at the bar that thinks it's funny to put their hand up and get stuck with one. Thank you, Greg. No, thank
4: you, guys. Right there was Greg Greg Hickman a a little earlier on. Now what we'll do is take an update for Rose Hill. After the update, Nicole Thomas will join me and we'll run through these tab movers for the uh, the program at Rose Hill Gardens. But let's take your trackside now. Nine minutes out from the first. Darren Flindell. Good afternoon.
2: And good afternoon to you as well, uh, Simon. Going here is a good four at Rose Hill, so we've, uh, they had to put four mils of irrigation on the track yesterday, looking in good shape, good grass cover, and the horses are in the yard for the opening race. Number one, uh, the son of the autumn sun, order no Number one, I, I guess that will be the pronunciation, $23. Fight at town at 19, general salute 23. Uh, the Waterhouse bought debutants, well fancied. Red resistance, four eighty this morning, and that price is well enough. Truly gone now, down to 390. In fact, it bottomed out at 370, just out to 390 now. Sense of humour at 26, energised at 19. In from 26 this morning, charged by the hour at 61. Figment on debut 19, been a few dollars around there. Her trials have been nice. Curve at 81. Queen of Dragons out to seven dollars. That's been a, a substantial drift. And Steel City is the rock solid favourite. Two dollars is the price, and not a great deal changing there. So we'll see what happens in the next uh, eight minutes or so but steel city the raging favorite for the first at two dollars having won both the trials in front of red resistance at the three dollars 90 other red resistance could beat the favorite steel city i've gone four to beat 12 and the first at rose hill due in seven from now
4: thanks very much darren there's correct way at flemington two three seven and six as we welcome in nicole thomas to the program nicole good afternoon or i should say good morning to you in uh, queensland how are you doing
10: Oh, thank you for thinking about us in Queensland. I'm very well, thank you, Simon.
4: We'll be thinking about you all day long with this tremendous (laughs) day of racing at the Gold Coast today. Looking forward to seeing what Mm. happens up there, and especially with the weather. Track rating a soft seven at the moment, but a section of the track, uh, Josh was saying, in the straight, which is more of a heavy nine. So we'll see how the first few races unfold there. But let's take a look at Rose Hill. First of all, we're we're on a good four today, Nick. This first race is due in seven. What are they backing here?
10: Well, Steel City is the one. It's been very popular all through betting, number 12. It did reach a low point of $1.70 though, in from about two eighty, But it's pushing out to $2 now. But overall, that's still excellent support. The one that's been recently supported in this race, though, is Red Resistance, number four. It's had some admirers, 6 dollars into $3.90. So, they're really the two. I'll go with Steel City, number 12, as our mover, though.
4: So, number 12, the mover there, race one. Over to race two, the city Tats group handicap over 1,200 metres. Who's been back to you.
10: again. Punters have honed in on the two favorites here. Colino's one of them. Number one, it is the favorite, 270 in from about three dollars. But Garrison, very popular, expect to beat the favorite. Number three, seven dollars fifty into 460. So, two decent moves there. And I'll go with Garrison. Number three is our mover.
4: Garrison is the mover. I think this is a really, really well-named horse, Garrison, by I Am Invincible. Uh, So it's uh, race number two, horse three, your mover. Over to the third, this is the Tab Highway over the 1500
10: king of spades number one hugely popular it is favorite here into 280 overall from about 420 so that's a nice move for king of spades also zaru number three it's been specked from 950 into six dollars as well but king of spades clearly the one here in the third
4: so danielle Siebe, and she was on this morning danny dylan gibbons takes the ride race three horse one race four is the Schweppe's handicap The benchmark 78 over 1350.
10: A good betting race and a very open betting race this one as well. I did notice some support today for Fear Naught number 10. Also contributing factor, number 1 overall has been about 650 into 480. And Four Valor, number 6, it's one that's been popular too. But contributing factor, I think that's the best of the moves at this stage, number 1.
4: So that is race 4, number 1. Over to race 5. This one is the first leg of the big six. It's a benchmark 72 over 1,300.
10: We've got equal favourites here at the $3.60 price, Cotton Fingers and Royal Merchant, and the one that's been heavily, most heavily supported is probably Cotton Fingers, just slightly more support for number five, but but pretty similar moves betting-wise. And outside of that, we do have money for Ramones, number nine today. It's into $7.50, Ramones in from about $12, but I'm going to still put Cotton Fingers, number five, as the mover.
4: Number five, and there is a $30,000 jackpot into today's big six. Uh, race six is the 1,200 metre midway handicap
10: two excellent moves here one is Dalalart number four it'll be the tab mover eleven dollars into four dollars for Dalalart. the other one worth a mention certainly is super bright number 10 this continues to shorten it's been about 17 dollars now into six dollars 50 overall uh, but Dalalart, it's the one that's moved the most number four so
4: race six number four race seven is the first leg of the sydney Quaddy. it's the kiora captive on handicap over 1100
10: spacewalk popular it is the favorite at $2.15 spacewalk number eight we opened a huge price about 320 after deductions it's into $2.15 so that is a really big move and I had a look for something else today and the most recently supported runner is number three midwest it's $5.50 in from about $6.50 but spacewalk is clearly the one here number eight
4: so I got Space Walk in Sydney and Space Boy in the snippets up at the Gold Coast. Don't get those two confused, <laughs> as I did the other day when I said one I'd been gilded. Over uh, <laughs> to uh, race eight to second they got a quarter nick here. It's a uh, benchmark 78 over the 1500.
10: Yeah, it's a good betting race, this one as well, with some excellent support for number four, Two Big Fari, into $5. from opening $15, uh, Banju, number two, has been popular too, 5 into four twenty. so two decent moves there, but I think the best is Two Big Fari, number four.
4: So that's Two Big Fari, number four, in race eight. Race nine is for the Rosehill Bowling Club. It's over 2,000 metres.
10: Yeah, I've got two very good moves here. Uh, the market mover will be Tony B, number four. The money's really started to come for this runner today, into $3. In from about $10 overall and good support this morning. Touristic is the other one, number eleven. We went up the wrong price, and it's still shortened today. I think it's been about four forty into four twenty. So it continues to shorten touristic. And I think it was about fifteen on opening. So two very good moves for those two runners, but Tony B number four, our mover.
4: So race nine, number four, and over to race ten, the lucky last is the Phillies and man's benchmark seventy-eight over eleven hundred.
10: Yeah, no contest here. Snapped is the one. Race 10, number three, snapped very heavily supported this morning into a $1.80 and overall in from about $3.40, even after deductions included in that opening price. So, punters coming home, clearly with snapped in the last.
4: Snapped in the last. And we got a snapper in the standish. At, uh... I, I
10: was going to say that, actually.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait for the day. Snapper wins in Melbourne by a long head. You'd uh, have to be a fisherman to understand that joke. Uh, anyway, Nick, what's the best on the card at Rose Hill?
10: Let's give it to Snapped there in the last race. ten number three into $1.80, Simon.
4: Good stuff. We'll get you back up uh, after this race at Rose Hill and take a look at the moves for Flemington and the Gold Coast. But let's grab a w- quick word from trainer Peter Snowden, who's with chantel Buckley. Thanks
21: for our first race for the babies. Peter Snowden joins me. Pete, you've got two fillies in this. We'll touch on Figment first. What did you make of her trials?
4: Well, I think that was good.
19: Uh, she's blessed for good natural pace. Uh, has was a little bit revvy early, that's why we've been, been a bit cautious about her, letting her rip too hard early. Um, but she's got the message down at work, she's settled down really well so I'm expecting her, although to race forward, but be relaxed forward and uh, be able to finish the race off.
21: She looked to parade okay? She was, she was sensible enough?
19: Yeah, a little bit warm. It is a pretty muggy morning. Um, but, but as I said, that's her a little bit and that's what we've got to work on and make sure she settles and learns to race properly. and moisture she likes the better horse she's going to be.
21: And how about the stable mate, Queen of the Dragons? What did you make of her recent try? She seemed to make up ground late.
19: Oh, she's, she goes very good. Um, I'm really happy about her. and I think she might be one to keep going with because she does today. She's going to be some fair horses here, so we'll get a bit of a guide on where she sits, the pecking order. She's always shown this good ability at home. Always been a bit light and immature, but she's doing terrific in the stable, so it tells me she's on an upward spiral. So if we see a positive run today, we'll keep on pushing on with her.
21: Where do we expect to see her in the run?
19: I would say she may feel a bit worse. Just want the same thing Just. see you to settle and relax. She's join an awkward gait and it looks to be a fair bit of the speed of the race, so we'll try and settle midfield. But, uh, hope to see her finishing a hard late.
21: Touristic third up today. Is it his day? Yeah, a lot of pressure on her. Um, but look,
19: in all fairness, I I, was, I thought he ran well last start, but I just was expecting a little bit more. And by that, I mean, I just, he got, just got too far back. Yeah, now on, on the clock, he was fine, but just uh, hopefully today he can stay a bit closer. So, he won't go quite as quick as last start. It's been 2,000 metres, so if he can hold a midfield spot just makes his job a bit easier. He's got a good turn of foot. He's strong. He's, he's pretty dour. So uh, oh, we're definitely looking for a good run from him today.
21: And just briefly, Fozzanini, how's she come back?
19: Yeah, she's really good. She's a bit too fresh probably today. She's going to see daylight. She's just going to hum along. But uh, if something crosses, it'll help her chance but no
21: doubt she'll keep improving for the prep. Best of luck, Pete. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jenny. Okay, Luke, what has taken your fancy here in the first?
12: Yeah, I like Red Resistance, Shan. Um, Big, strong cult. He's by Russian Revolution out of Heatherly, so you know he's got a pedigree page. Brett Preble uh, recently making the relocation to ride in the Sydney area. He won a winner at Gosford yesterday, and I think he's got a plum ride here in the first. That trial, which he won at Rose Hill on uh, December 29, I was highly impressed. He was three wide outside the speed. And he travelled comfortably in that position. He had his ears up at stages of the straight. I think had Nashra Willer asked him to extend, he would have found uh, multiple lengths. Uh, I think he would have went away from that field and won by further than the half a length margin. Uh, barrier one. I think he'll bounce. He'll put himself right there. He should get every possible chance. Number four for me in the first red resistance. Brad,
21: have you
2: changed? It moves in and Energize goes forward as well. Three out. Terrific. Thanks, Shannie. Welcome to the coverage here today at Rose Hill. Good for the going. They put four mils of irrigation on yesterday. A little bit overcast, but no threat of rain. There's been none this morning. Uh, general salute goes in. And the last to move up now is sense of humour. Has been gelded since the last run. Steel City is the $2.30 favourite. $3.80 about red resistance. Red resistance drawn the inside and Steel City has drawn around the six marble. The lights on and we're all set ready to run. The first here at Rose Hill and Steel City is the favourite. Gates are back. They're off and racing, and Steel City jumped out well. So did Red Resistance. So already the two favourites are right up on the speed. Energizers out, defray on the outside, are charged by the Aaron Figman. Pretty handy towards the inside and firing up as a result. Fighter Town settles down midfield, followed then by Queen of Dragons on the outside of curvet. Then General Salute from order and sense of humor's last. Red Resistance held out the favourite. It's Red Resistance, a half length clear to Steel City. Energized. Quarter three wide, no cover. Figman fourth, the rails travelling better now from charge by the Our Queen of Dragons. Fighter Town back on the rails. Then came Corvette from General Salute. Order no. Sense of humour Last they turn. Red Resistance in front from Steel City. Red Resistance the inside from Steel City stoked up and making a real race of it now. But Red Resistance going okay, showing plenty of fight. It's Red Resistance trying to fend off Steel City and they've completely got it between them. Red Resistance kicking hard. Red Resistance from Steel City, knuckling down late but red resistance is going to lead all the way. Red resistance by three quarters to Steel City. A gap back to General Salute third. Then came Queen of Dragons from Figment. Further back to Ordeno is closed up well from Fire to Town. Then Sense of Humour, charged by the Our Curvet, energised in a tough and finished last.
4: Four red resistance for Brett, Preble, Waterhouse and Bott 350 and 150. Second 12, Steel City, 130. Three General Salute third, three 40.
2: Red Resistance jumping sharply off the inside and controlling the race, holding out the favourite Steel City. And, uh, boy, they put on a two-horse war all the way down the straight. Red Resistance shortening down to 350 and 150 on the New South Wales tote by Russian Revolution out of the Mayor Heatherly, a Long Mayor and she's been able to fend off the on Steel City, who's by Merchant Navy at a Pittsburgh Flyer, trained by Kieran Maher, David Eustace at Warwick Farm, John Allen, and a long gap back to General Salute. Gerald Ryan, Sterling Alexios, Cold, who's also by Russian Revolution, out of the Mayor Star Salute, and General Salute getting up to run third, Queen of Dragons in fourth position. So 4, 12 and 3, with 11 in fourth. Other details to follow, but 4, 12, 3 and 11 on the first of the day. More to
4: come from Sydney, let's take a look at the uh, the tab movers for Flemington with Nicole and Flemington. We are already halfway through the card with the early start tonight at half past 10. Our next race, which is due in nine from now, is the Brew Living Legends Plate, which is over 1,400 metres. And this one's for the fillies and mares, a benchmark 78.0.
10: Yeah, punters with the two favourites here. They're saying it's a race in two with Forbidden City number two into two sixty, and we've got Bella Rich, number four, the other favourite, two dollars eighty. And I think the bigger move out of the two is certainly Forbidden City number two. Outside of those, maybe Starlight Scope number five, some money into the thirteen dollars. But Forbidden City is the one there in race five.
4: So Forbidden City there, number two in race five. Race six is the first leg of the and it's to feature the Group Three Standish Handicap.
10: It's a nice open race, a good betting race, with Rose Quartz, very popular number eight. It's been $5.50 and recently moved into $4 this morning. So Rose Quartz is going to be our tab mover. But certainly worth a mention is Hal Vawson, number two. It's into $6 from an opening nine, so certainly worth mentioning, but Rose Quartz is the one here, number eight.
4: OK, so Rose Quartz there. Graham Beggs, one of the push in the feature, the Standish. Over to race seven, Nick. This one's the lucky day at Living Legends Plate over the mile.
10: Punters like here to shock the favourite here number three two twenty. It's been heavily backed in from two dollars eighty. Aaron Bay is another one that they've backed number four into eight dollars from about eleven. And if you're looking for a roughie, Timor is the one number five into fourteen dollars from about twenty three. But here to shock, very popular number three. Here to
4: shock there. That's Blake Shen for Ben and Jay Hayes. Sabat two race number eight. Now this race is a benchmark seventy eight, which is over twelve hundred.
10: Well, the early money one was kentucky casanova number six but that money's dried up just a little bit five dollars into 460 now drifting today with good money for jungle gym it's the favorite i'll make it the tab mover number three it's three dollars 60 and in overall from about 420 so jungle gym is our one in the eighth race
4: so race eight number three and race nine the last is a benchmark 70 over 1400
10: yeah, Victory Bay is clinging on to favouritism here, but the best back runner is British Columbia number ten into three dollars twenty from four sixty. So British Columbia heavily supported. There's two roughies worth a mention. Both have been met with good support during the week. A Demand, number seven into twelve dollars and Superazzi number two into nineteen dollars from a big prize. But British Columbia clearly the one here in the last.
4: So British Columbia there in the last. And what was the best out of the back half of that card at Flemington?
10: And the back half, Simon, it's here to shock uh, into 2.20, race 7, number 3. Don't
4: forget, with all races, not only Flemington, but Rose Hill and the Gold Coast today, if you were to place a fixed odds win bet through your account or via the Tab app and your horse runs second or third, you will get a bonus bet back up to $50. And the first at the Gold Coast is a free hit. If you place a fixed odds win bet through the Tab app or your account... And you don't win, uh, but finish anywhere, you will get that bonus bet back up to $50 back into your account. So that is well worth having a crack at, Nick. And the first on Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast, that race that we can have a free hit on, is just 12 minutes away. It's the 1200-meter Magic Millions Country Cup.
10: Yeah, that's right, and there's a couple of movers here in this race as well. One at a decent price too, two Hodgson. It's into $9.50. Uh, Hodgson was a much bigger price, about $15. So that's a decent move, but Ezekiel is our favourite number five. It's moved in from three sixty to $2.80 overall. Tiny bit of support for situation room as well, 7 to five overall. But the best of them is the favourite Ezekiel number five.
4: So Ezekiel there, Jamie Carr, teaming up with Cody Morgan, uh, race one, horse five. Over to race number two. This is the debut Two-year-old, over 900.
10: An interesting race here with Getty number one, the one that was supported as soon as the final field went up. It was $4, it got into about $2.40, it's back out to three ten. It's still a shortener overall in the final field. I will mention a couple of movers that were early, Storm the Rapid, Ramparts number six and Aristella number eight. But the ones that have been supported today at a price, number 10 desperately and Steffi Magnetica number 11. So a really good betting race here. I'll still go Getty with that good final field move, number one.
4: So race two, number one over to the third event this is the Frizzell Sunshine Magic Million sub Sub-Zero which is over 2200 metres.
10: Zoom On, very popular, number 11, $11 into $5.50. It did get into $5 at one point, but that is a huge move. Uh, we go to Big Boy Roy. It's been met with a little bit of support, number four. It's been six into five. And probably the best of the roughies in the race at this stage is Parry Sound, number five at $14. But Zoom On has to be the one, number 11.
4: OK, so 11 Zoom On, the mover there in the sub-zero. Over to the fourth event, the Wait for Age Syndicate is over 1200
10: Scalopini number two it's the favorite and it's been very very well backed ever since we opened this market $3.30 into $2.30 it is and Stable Mate Contemptuous has been backed at a price to number four it's into $11 from a much bigger price in from about $19 Uh, and the only other one that's been met with a little bit of support is Hidden Wealth number 13 at the $7 price but really it is all about Scalopini here in race four.
4: So Scalapini there, number two in the fourth favourite race five. This is the Tab Magic Millions for the Phillies and Mares.
10: Another really good betting race here with Kiku $3.80 in our favourite at this stage. It's only been sort of solid in the market. Brookspire, number eight, has come in slightly into $5 overall. Uh, Mimi Lagarde came in earlier, but the one that's actually been met with support today is Vangelic, number two. So it's been about $15 into 11, in from a bigger price. I'm going to go Vangelic here in race five.
4: So Vangelic the push there in race five over to race six this is the Magic Millions twelve hundred meter snippets.
10: King of Sparta number one shortened in quite considerably. It was about two dollars after deductions into I think it got as far as a dollar eighty.